Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. I want you to come to my van dealership. Bye. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Why did I open my mouth? Because that's what Fox will do is they'll say nine hours of programming yeah. to skip Bayless every day. I hate everybody. Everybody's stupid. Don't call me stupid or my wife will cry. I'm Skip Bayless. I don't know when Chris Berman got here. Man, 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 man. Now, I want to see that work out video. I'm making Skip Bayless's wife cry. Today we're going to work out the traps. Nobody circles the wagons like that buffalo bear. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five Minute Delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sorry, Shavaka do. You want to shot? The guy is drunk. Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Wednesday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. All the news and notes you need as we go on campus. Mm-hmm. Coming up at 448. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer. In the 5 o'clock hour, I've been told that Mr. Rimmer will crash the program today. Oh. Join us here in the right. studio. Very good. Mm-hmm. I wore my 97.1 The Fan sweatshirt just to rub it in his face. That I have one and he doesn't. Or maybe he does by this point, but well, I know why he likes to do that because now he's just going to ask for it. I know he likes the swag. He's always about that. Give he's always me asking free us. stuff. Yeah. Remember, all I have is a child small. I don't care. I'll take it. <laughs> right. I'll put it on eBay. Does Rimmer know swag stands for stuff we all get? Like it's it's not like I it's didn't that, know that special. Until you just said it. You didn't know that? No, I had no idea. Yeah, when people go like, oh, I got swag at that convention I went to. It means stuff we all get. I didn't know that. I got the bag full of crap. That's all swag means. Not not swagger like you've that guy's got a lot of swagger. He's got swag like that's different. But if I'm wearing station swag, it means I'm wearing stuff we all get from I the radio no station. Idea. Yeah. But then again, you're talking to a guy. It was probably five or six years ago when I realized what POTUS meant. Oh, you were not. I, aware did, of I didn't know what POTUS president meant. of so SCOTUS. Did that also? Freak I, you out? I don't know anything. Did you think that had something to do with downstairs? Oh, well, my God. <laughs> Person's got SCOTUS. <laughs> Look at the size of that SCOTUS. It's expanded. <laughs> they want to retract the SCOTUS. They want to expand the SCOTUS. I don't, all I don't kinds do of well with, going with, with SCOTUS. those things. No? No. Have you heard? I don't know if this is true, but along the same lines, the reason we call it a mall. Now, I don't, I don't know that this is true, but I have heard it said that part of the reason... You go to a mall that is known as a mall is because instead of going to one store, you can go to them all. The mall. I don't think that's accurate. I don't care. Because they have the mall in Washington, D.C. Well, that can mean a different thing. Well, that a mall to me is a place where people gather, which is why I thought they named the mall that. Yeah, I guess. It's a gathering place. You know what? I say I want that to be the reason. Well, okay. But I don't think that is the reason. The National Mall. I actually think the National Mall is misnamed. We need a few. Let's get a few stores in there. Let's get a Spencer Gifts on the National Mall. So, right. So what you're saying is the National Mall hmm. 
We should consider we should like, it like a regular. Camelot music. That yeah. should be there. Yeah. Spencer Gifts where they can sell just Washington Monument things. That's the only thing they sell because it's phallic shaped. What was your favorite store to go to? Oh, as at a child or now? No, no, at the, the old old school mall. Um, I'm not talking about today where, you know, 90% of the stores are Louis Vuitton and stuff like that. I'm talking old school indoor mall. Okay. I, I really liked KB Toys, but I was never really allowed to buy anything at KB Toys because my parents were like, it's overpriced here. We'll get it somewhere else. Don't, no, we're not going to buy it here. But I always like to go into KB Toys and play with all the stuff and then... You just couldn't go on the wrong day, right? Because it gets super crowded in those places. So KB Toys was always a big... I was always a big fan of that. But usually if they had like a sports sports memorabilia store, something like that, I, that's where I would want to go when I was a kid. I loved Camelot, Musicland, mm-hmm. places like that. My father always had to go to Radio Shack. Oh, sure. Because yeah. he was the guy in the basement soldering like speakers together that's interesting so he always needed to go to radio shack to get something and i remember i was probably in seventh or eighth grade and i was with my father at radio shack and i'm in the store and it's just me and him and the guy working at radio shack not hordes of people in this store and i start to smell this this foul odor Mm -mm. it's uncomfortable yeah it's like making my eyes water and I look at the guy behind the counter. He's too far away for this to be happening. And then I look at my father. And I give him this look. Like, is this coming from you? And he looks at me and just says, I'm sorry. <laughs> right? My father never said, I'm sorry to me for anything. <laughs> he was just that type of guy. Never apologized in never, his life. Ever. He was the dad. The dad was not a human. He was to be respected at all times. There was right. no vulnerability from my father. And so he looked at me and said, I'm sorry. About five minutes later, I start smelling it again. Mm. And I look over at him. I say, Dad, because, you know, this is this is bad at sure, this point. Of course. And he looks at me almost like a child and says, I can't control my farts. Oh, no. That was the only moment of humanity I ever saw in my father was farting inside of a radio shack. But he wasn't, it wasn't loud. It was just the SBDs, silent but deadly. Oh, but they were... I know you think you know what this smells like. They were mutant farts. I <laughs> I, listen to me. Kids would pass out from this. I don't doubt when someone says, no, this is worse than anything. Like, there's a lot of people who somehow get offended when you say, I, you've never smelled anything this bad. They're like, yes, I have. You try me. And you're like, why? <laughs> Back in I, my day. I have no pride about what I've smelled and what I have. No, you pass out. I believe you if you say, knowing you, maybe not everyone in the world, but if you say, yeah, this is one of the worst things I've ever smelled. It smelled like a mutant fart. I would say, all right, I trust your judgment but To there. this day, I remember the Radio Shack farts because that was the only time I saw my father as a vulnerable human being. Well, you got it. Radio Shack farts. Got to not confuse those... There was just a lot of lot of things happening all at once. We there. bought a Tandy computer too back in the day. Oh, must be nice. Which was the radio show? No, it was not Jeez. nice. No, no, it was. Not. I mean, it was a computer. It broke all the time. Uh, but it was a computer. Well, you didn't have a computer. Not well. No, we had like a. Well, I guess we had a. What would that be called? A word processor. That's what we had. Is that what a Tandy more or less was? I guess just somewhere yeah, you could it was like a PC. It was a home computer. No, but I mean, but none of the software was made for it. <laughs> Unless you purchased it at Radio Shack. Right. I just mean, we had one of those where you could type out, like, this is my term paper, but you couldn't go anywhere with that. You could just type that out, and it printed on the scroll. 
Remember oh, the I scroll see. Yes, of the paper scroll. with the little side? Yeah, we had that too. Oh, people. This this is was this what it was like when the when you were riding mules and horses and then one day some dude showed up in a Ford? Like where people just like back in my day we had horses walking around, then a car showed up. I'm now saying we had paper with sides this on it. This is our tale of woe. We had to fold Every the generation sides and has it. Rip the paper off the paper. So it would be paper. We had to put a floppy disk in. You wanted to save your stuff, oh. you had to save it on a floppy disk. Even then, like after CDs came along, it was like, oh, you want to upload the latest version of Windows? Here's nine CDs. Congratulations on the next six hours. You're going to spend downloading all this crap to your computer. Mm-hmm. Good times. All right, anyway. What did I say? Name dropping with Jeff Remmer oh, at 534. Right. Yeah. Jackets beat the Flyers last night. Carson Meyer with his first NHL goal. How about that? Nice story uh, very there. Good. First point on the uh, the first goal of the game, then got his first goal on the second goal of the game. Flyers tied it up, but then Jackets, I don't want to say took care of business because largely they played like crap, but they got the two points out of the deal. Elvis was fantastic, kept him in the hockey game. Well, two thoughts on this game. One, uh, I, I love the story of Carson Meyer. I think that's really cool. I know he got called up earlier this year uh, and had the opportunity, he thought, was going to get to play. So he gets called up, tells the family, everybody's all excited, and then gets left off the actual game night roster and then got sent back down. But this time he got to play, you know, last not last night, the night before. And now in his second game, he gets to go out and actually get some points on the board. That's That's a great story. I do not think the Jackets have to be the, hey, we've got all the hometown guys. Isn't that cool? Like, that's fine, and I like those stories. I want whoever it is, whether you're from here or whether you're from Michigan, like Zacharinsky, or whether you're from Finland, I don't care where you're from. Can you play? And as long as Carson Meyer can play, I'm excited about that. It is a nice thing for the general, like, hockey city thing that we have going here, where hockey has gotten a lot bigger in this city over the last 30 years, and much of that is due to the Jackets and the chill before them growing this game in this city. I think that's great. At the end of the day, I want to, I want, I'm excited for Carson Meyer because I hope this kid can play. What was the other thing? You said you had two things. Oh, yeah, the other thing would be that Elvis is playing a ridiculous amount of minutes right now, and hopefully that bodes well down the road where he just, you know, is able to... With, like, imagine when they go back and get the goaltending situation a little more normalized here. They have a regular backup for him. Everybody's not hurt or traded. Next season? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. I'm saying when next year, hopefully, the team around him will be a little bit better. And he won't have... I'm saying he's in a gauntlet right now. He's dealing with a ton of things right now. Yes. That's all. Good call. Thank you. I can't control my farts. <laughs> Radio Shack only, though. You know, uh, if that's you were at Best Buy, it would have no, been fine. No, he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Best Buy. Like you're going to Best Buy for anything. They wouldn't have had any wires or soldering products. No, not the, no. That's not they what just had do. stuff that people wanted. Yeah. Like CDs and TVs. <laughs> we didn't want any of that. <laughs> that was Best Buy's pitch. You wait we have Radio stuff Shack. you actually want. Right, Radio you know Shack's like, we got stuff you can put together that kind of resembles well, what would, you want. If people don't remember, too, it was such a pain in the ass at Radio Shack, too, because they would ask for like your address and phone number. Oh, it's like, yeah. dude, I am buying a 10-cent piece of wire. Mm-hmm. Right, but we needed to know so they could send you a flyer and send you the deals and all that stuff. Well, and now at least we progress past that to now we don't have. Oh wait, no! Everywhere you go has to give you their membership card and their. Do you have our app? Can you have you ordered on our app? No, I have not. Are you ordering online? Have you ordered on the app? I'm just trying to get a cheeseburger right now. There's 19 million questions. Yeah, 
I know. Oh, you don't want to help the children? I just, I just want to have a cheeseburger. <laughs> well, I always say yes. I'd say yes too, but it's because it's obligation now. They've taken out all the joy out of charity. I agree with that. That's right. And 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 it's like you know doing what? homework. Maybe maybe charity doesn't have to be joyful. Maybe we're just supposed to be forced to give, and then everything gets fixed. You know what? Maybe that does work better. But you're right. That's fine. The romance, I was also the romance is dead. I was <laughs> right. <laughs> I was behind someone the other day. I could hear them. I was the next car. Oh, they're at the thing, and and they said a hard no. No, it wasn't. It was worse than a hard no. Oh, because it's oh look, no's okay. They're trained for no. Yeah. All right. They was like, all right, seven fifty four. Please vote for her. This guy was like, where's my money going? Mm. He, oh, wa- he wanted sure. a full breakdown of yeah. how much of that roundup on his quarter pounder with cheese like, sir, this was thir- going to help the kids. This 34 cents will be distributed among nine different charities. Now, what, I'm sure they'll give you some literature at the windows, sir. I want the prospectus. Can we get going, please? <laughs> I like that. I like that that guy. I want to believe that guy's never checked the prospectus on his 401k, but it's like, I need to know where this 35 cents is going. Let's make sure this we know. I didn't have 401k. Well, you know I what guarantee, I mean? I guarantee you. You know what I'm saying? He's like, not concerned about his maybe foreign bonds. <laughs> How's the bond market look? I've never asked that question. Where are my 37 cents from these nuggets going? Please tell me. Deshaun Watson needs to talk about his sexy time. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for right now. You'll find some delays on Route 315 southbound between Olentangy River Road and Ackerman Road. There's some road construction closing down the right lane. Please be careful where traffic begins to merge. Traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options. Let the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Some fans drink the Kool-Aid. These guys drink the bleach. This is Man and Bone. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. We will discuss Jose Ramirez in a moment. Deshaun Watson must say whether he had sex with 18 massage therapists who supported him last year following criminal complaints and lawsuits from other women. A Texas judge ruled yesterday. Now, if you remember, back when these lawsuits came out from the 22 women, Deshaun Watson and Rusty Harden, they put forth 18 women who vouched for Deshaun Watson and mm-hmm. said he never he never was inappropriate with me and I don't know what these other women are talking about he's a model citizen whatever he has been asked 
Well, what was your relationship with these 18 women? Why are they defending you? He has refused to answer that question. Now a judge says you have to answer the question. You have to answer whether you had sex with these women, whether you entered relationships with some of these women, and that's why they're defending you. You and I said at the time, without knowing much of the details of this case, and quite frankly, we still don't know much of the details of this case because it's a civil suit and we're not in these deposition meetings. But we said at the time, you got 22 women, different massage therapists, suing him you have 18 more massage therapists saying he's great he did nothing wrong you and i both said there is not a normal person on earth that has that many massage therapists the fact that he blows through these women pun intended apparently so quickly is cause for concern no one has this amount no one no professional athlete is flying in dozens of massage therapists without something weird going on now to be clear right that that's still something circumstantial i'm quite sure of course it is let's not let's keep this in mind what you just said there is is absolutely a thing that a normal person would look at and say, yeah, that's highly suspicious. I don't know what that is. I don't know what I don't know what's going on there, but that's weird. That does not mean you are going to go to jail for that. Good, by the way, that as much as I hate the fact that we know this judicial system we have does sometimes allow for people who are predators, who have done things that are horrible because there's not enough evidence, you can't put them in jail, Right. We know that happens, but it is the design of the system is the effort at least is made to say, unless we've got real evidence on you, we're going to try not to throw you in jail for circumstantial things. Now, that still has happened, too, in the past. I'm not going to go into a U.S. civics lesson about all that, but you get the point, right? Ultimately, it is a good thing that we don't just go, hey, that's weird. Throw that guy in jail. Like, you need to have something. Some nations do. Right. Well, this nation has (laughs) over many years. And then later, it's like, oh, hey, we did DNA testing. It turned out, yeah, that dude just was at the bank that day. He didn't actually rob it. And we, the cops and everybody else, screwed that up. The point is, good that we're learning from past mistakes and not doing that here and throwing someone in jail without better evidence. But the idea of, should you give this guy $230 million and make him the face of your franchise? Should you trust that Deshaun Watson has learned a lesson? What lesson would he have possibly learned he at says, this point? He says there's no lesson to learn. He says he's done nothing wrong. He said he's done nothing wrong. He's never done anything wrong. I, If I were, again, taking my own thoughts on what he did or did not do out of it, if I were on his team of defenders and everybody else, I would be working real hard on knocking down how it's not that weird to have 40 massage therapists. And the reality is they can't. There's no real way to explain that other than, well, it's just weird, but he didn't know any better. And he just thought that's what it was. These are 40 that have come forward. (laughs) Right. You think these are the only ones? Again, we're talking about a professional athlete. You call up, let's when he's with the Texans. Yeah. You call up the Texans. They got 10 of these people on staff. Well, and they, and you know what? They have 10 people on staff. And I'm going to guess many, not all, some of them are not maybe Instagram friendly as far as like, they're not the hottest looking people in the world. You know what they're really good at? Massages. Like they are strong people, male, female, whoever, who are good at getting the knots out of your muscles and making your body feel better after you put it through the car wreck that is an NFL game. That's who they hire. So the fact that he's going out on Instagram looking for people who, you know, maybe 
look a little hotter or more attractive or whatever. That That is a red flag, is it not? That perhaps, at the very least, his intentions may be different than what the people... I'm not saying the women who have gone out and go off for massages on Instagram. I'm not saying that makes you anything. I'm saying maybe in his mind, that's what he thought was going on. And then he gets in the room and realizes, oh no, this is just a person who wants to give me a massage. I'm out. Let's check with the next one. And maybe he found some people that wanted to do that and some that did not. But... Either way, if he's doing things that are inappropriate, it's not okay. So he will have to come forward and talk about his personal relationships with these 18 women that vouched for him. And look, maybe maybe we're all wrong, right? Maybe the 18 women, they, they come out and we know them and we see them and they're all just huge, late stage Lithuanian women. Could right? Be. Could be right. You know, they, I just, I massaged Deshaun Watson. That's my horrible Lithuanian <laughs> accent. I don't know what the hell that was. All right, whatever. But do you, do you think that's who was massaging him to your point? It does. It seems like that's not where you go is on Instagram. He even said like young people like me, that's where we go conduct businesses on Instagram. Like that's, that's not weird. And it's like, well, yeah, but let's take out, let's take massage therapy out of it. If I needed someone to fix, I don't know, something went wrong with my house. If I called one or two or seven people still, I can understand even while well, I just didn't get the right quote or the person didn't seem like they were trustworthy. You you work in an industry where they offer this service for free. Stop with the young people like and me, you've gone to Steve Buscemi. 40 plus of them, right? I don't I, I, I don't love know what this that now means. where it's like starting quarterback in the National Football League makes millions of dollars just like any other 25-year-old trying to get something done. You worked at BMW back in yes, the day. You did, yes. you did uh customer service. Yeah, right. A lot of lot of influential people owned BMWs and they would need have questions and issues just like everybody else. Yeah. How often was it the actual person calling, and how often was it the representative for the person oh, yeah. calling? We had multiple times. I can remember very specifically a very high-level NBA person that if I said this pro player's name, you would inst everyone listening would know who this person was. There was a situation with the title on one of the vehicles he owned, which he was letting someone else use. But that person, and they called and said, yeah, I, I need to switch this over. I'm moving to another state. And we said, okay, well, you're not on the title. And we, we had this whole thing. We had to go through. And it took, I'm not kidding you, like seven calls back and forth with a manager and another manager and another personnel person. And eventually they got to someone who's like, all right, I'm in the room with player X. Here's him. My, my point is and then it came back. player X is not handling no. his own business. No. He's like, got layers of people handling his business. Deshaun Watson is not handling his own massage therapist. That shouldn't be happening. Well, most players of Deshaun Watson's caliber are not. are not handling that, to your point. So if he is, again, it doesn't mean he committed a crime. It does mean it's weird, and it does mean you might want to think about that if you're going to give him $230 guaranteed million. Well, they did think about it. And they didn't care. They didn't care. That's, well, that's right. Good. The I'm sure show, they thought about the it for five minutes. They know what they're doing, so it's all good. They talked to him. They've, they, they've never screwed they any of these decisions looked him in the up. eye. Never messed up with those. That's something you and I didn't do. <laughs> we did not they look him in the eye. They sat in the room with him and looked him in the eye. Mm. It's all they needed. Yeah. Uh, Jose Ramirez gets some money. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan.
Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for right now. You'll find some stop-and-go traffic on I-70 eastbound between Mound Street and Route 315. Plan about a five-minute backup over there. And more delays on 71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options so the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. Only an array with fan traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean-out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed, and the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Getting fatter and angrier by the minute. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Jose Ramirez getting a new contract. We will talk about it in a moment. First, T-Bone has a very special message for well, you. you know, man, I hate it when something that I think is normal, I find out later that it's actually not normal, and you can fix it. I hate it at first, but then I'm overall glad to find out that the problem has a resolution. How so can that's, you fix my small penis? Well, that's, that's a different one. That's not what this one is. This one is the water problem. I just assumed after you wash dishes, you put them in the dishwasher, there's going to be little spots on them, right? Sometimes you're going to have this like weird film on the faucets or in your washer and dryer or in your washer. And I would think, well, that's just the way it is, right? Turns out it's because there's funk in my water. And then I called the people at Connecticut. They came out and said, oh yeah, here's how you get rid of the funk in your water. And guess what? All that stuff's gone now. The water is much better in our house because of Connecticut. So if you want to get the water fixed in your house, if you don't want to live with the you know scum that's on your dishes or the weird taste in your water, go check out ConnecticutColumbus.com. Tell them you heard me talking about it, or you can just you know mention my name. Even You don't have to say anything else. Just say T-Bone. Just yell it at them, and you'll get an extra discount when you purchase Connecticut's treatments. So get the funk out of your water, ConnecticutColumbus.com. You know, in The Shining, when the kid goes in the the bathroom and the dead body is there in the in the bathtub, I'll take your word. That for wasn't it, yeah. because of a ghost. That was just bad water. Probably was. I agree. It came right out of the faucet. I haven't seen that movie, but I'll say sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guardians are extending Jose Ramirez. They picked up his twelve million dollar option for twenty twenty three. Then they tacked on five more years and one hundred and twenty four mil to that. So, look, man, I crap on this team when they do nothing. So I have to give them a little bit of prop, props, props, prop, props. When uh, when they do do something, do do, and they did here extending Jose Ramirez. Congratulations to them. If you're a Guardians fan, though, this should be a nice first step for you. But if this team is going to be competing for championships, and shouldn't that be the goal of anybody? I'm not saying every single year you're the Dodgers and you go out and spend $230 million, but when you're in your winning window, which this team was in, they're no longer in, but when they're in their winning window, you should expect them to go out, spend money to get over the hump and improve. So hopefully in a couple years, when these prospects that you have in your system that you're very bullish on are either performing or you're on the verge of something, don't show us the inside of your pockets. 
Don't say we don't have anything. You've made a commitment here to Jose Ramirez, and that's great for him, and that's great for you. But I'm not going to give this organization, this ownership group, a huge pat on the back until they start to sustain this momentum. I don't think we should do that with any of these, you know, air quotes, small market teams, right? Where the owners basically, and good for them, right? They, they, Jose Ramirez has been a guy who has been like a, for most of his time over the last three or four years, a top 10 MVP candidate in his league or close approximation, right? He's been great. He's been one of the best players on the guardians. So it's, it's the right thing to do to say, we want you to be here long term. We think you are a huge piece of what we want to do in the future. We're going to pay you like that. You've earned this contract. We're happy to keep. And he wants to be there, too. Like, all these things are great. But you're right. It is It is going to be laughable when then the Dolans come back later and go, hey, well, you know, we have this big contract. It's what the Reds do with Joey Votto all the time. They always bring up how much money they pay Joey Votto. And that's that's fine. I'm glad you did that. I, I think a lot of Reds fans are glad they did that, at least initially. But the reality is you can't then use that as a crutch and say, well, because we did that, now we can't do this. No, be in it to be a Major League Baseball owner. And that means if you have five or six guys who deserve Jose Ramirez money, you got to find a way to get at least the majority of them to stay there and and get that money. And pick the one that you think is the least likely to do so and get rid of that guy. Sure. But that's how you that's how you develop a smart front office that still runs at a small market. Some years you are just going to have to come a little bit closer to the margins if you want to win. And I understand that all markets are equal, but you still have an ownership group that's worth $6 billion. Yes. All right. So let's not talk about how small market means small bank accounts for these owners because it doesn't. You're not the Dodgers. The Dodgers, the Yankees, the Red Sox, their winning window never closes. It never should close because they spend so much money on payroll. I understand that's not the case for the Guardians. I understand that's not the case for the Reds or the Pirates. But guess what? When that window opens for you, like it has in recent years for the Reds and Guardians, you've got to open it a little bit wider. You've got to commit to winning. If you're in that spot two, three years from now, you got to go for it. Don't of give me this song do. and dance, because eventually what this will turn into is ownership's excuse to say, well, come to the ballpark, because at least we got Jose Ramirez. That's what Bob Castellini's doing this year. No, you can't well, do come that. to the ballpark, because we got, we got Joey Votto. He just got 2,000 hits and 300 home runs. And come see Joey Votto finish out his career. This is not Lifetime Achievement Award. That's not why you're buying the ticket. I assume most people are buying the ticket because they want to see their team win games. Shockingly, yeah, I know. I I do not understand. I don't understand getting into the the space of owning a sports team and then thinking, now how do I do it cheaply? Right? I, I but a lot of guys do it that I way. Know, I know. But I listen. At one point, many years ago, I worked for a man who had not one but two private jets, and and I would ask that guy because I thought that's just I can't imagine how much it costs, and I just said. I'm curious, how much does it cost to put fuel in the jet when you go to take off to go like, you know, for a couple hours away, whatever that flight takes you? And he said, I don't honestly know. And I said, how do you how do you not know that? He was a very meticulous person. And he said, well, let me tell you something. I get a bill at the end of the year and I can afford that bill. I can, if I can't afford the jet fuel, I should not even think about owning a jet. If you can't afford, you shouldn't be looking at this and going, whoa, wait, is that market value? Is that a little high? 
you're a baseball team owner, man. That's what you got into this for was to pay guys like Jose Ramirez the money. So do that and do it again two years from now. If one of your other prospects becomes that level of player, you probably won't have to in two years, but you understand my point. You have to then put jet. You have to put fuel in the jet. You can't just say, yeah, I owned a jet and it parks on the, on the tarmac every single year. And I look at it. Isn't that nice? Come look at my jet that doesn't fly. You have to actually fuel this thing up every so often. So let's hope they continue to do so. Some shady gambling going on. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads. You'll find some backups on I-71 southbound before 670. An accident is blocking the right lane. Traffic is bumper to bumper and still continues to build. Please use caution over here. You'll also find those slowdowns on 71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Starving Report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options. Have the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Barely famous. Incredibly stupid. Back to Man and Bone. I am convinced that that Panama Ted just signs, sends me articles that he knows will annoy me. Okay. He has done it again. Consumer Reports. Look, Bone. I admit, I like my temperature cold. You mean just in general around anywhere? Yes. Okay. I am a hot-blooded mang. I need it cold all the time. All right. Sometimes you're in here shivering. Many, many times. I feel bad for you, but not bad enough to raise up the temperature. I got it. Yeah. But I also understand that not most people are like me. They go home and their air conditioner is not as low as mine. Their heat is up a little bit higher than mine to each their own. But I don't know who the hell is living like this that has air conditioning. Consumer Reports recommends, you know, because now is going to be the time where people start turning the air conditioning on. Maybe not this week, but soon. Yeah, in the right? next few, next definitely few next month or so. Yeah, yeah, we'll get some warm days and hot days. Sure. They, uh, they have some temperature recommendations for you. Now, you're a guy who likes it fairly warm. What do you set your air conditioner at? Um, if I'm feeling especially frisky, like 70, 71 might be where it comes on, but usually around 68 or 69. That's like, we don't, it comes on fairly low, like, because with the kids, you're running around and then suddenly I'm like, why is it so hot? Yeah. Yeah. I I only have mine at 72. Oh, you do? Yeah. What are you complaining about all the time? I'm complaining. I'm, I'm running around the house. I don't know what to tell you. I've got kids. Man. I'm chasing them all over the place. That's low. Not just. I don't know. What do you want from me? I, I, I'm just surprised. You're always in here chattering. Your teeth are no, chattering in all here, the it's time. It's 55 degrees. It's not 55. It degrees. definitely You're is every mind. single day. Your thermostat's broken. At no, home, you're, man, no. The, the fine. All maybe. Right. Anyway, that's that's pretty low. I keep mine at 72 during the day, and then at night I drop it down to 69 when I sleep. Okay. I like it cold when I sleep. Uh, ideal temperature according to Consumer Reports, 
They recommend during the day you set your air conditioner to 78. Are they saying when when you're not home? No, when you're home, 78. Okay. And when you're sleeping at night, 82. Huh? Yeah, ha is right. No, I I would think you would go the other way. If anything, you would would at night set it lower. I mean, I'm pretty sure they've done studies that say you're not that I like to be shivering in bed at night or anything, but they say you're supposed to be cooler at night. Don't they even have mattresses that like cool you down at night to help lower your body temperature so you sleep better? Here's what I got to tell you. 82 would not be doing that is what I'm saying. My parents did this. When I was growing up. And maybe that's why I've overcompensated. Like the Amish people when they get out in the real world and it's all blow and hookers. <laughs> okay. Because they were raised in such a strict environment. Yeah. When I was a kid, it was 78 during the day. Mm. And if I clicked it down to 77, it was my ass. Sometimes when they would leave for a couple hours, I would put it down one degree to 77. And if I didn't get it back to 78 by the time they got home, wow, there was some trouble. Really? Yes. But even as cuckoo as they are, they wouldn't move it up to 82 when we were sleeping. You got to be sweating. Yeah. I mean, I, I will tell you, like, as a bigger guy, like, you have to remember what we're doing in here is I'm sitting still for three hours. So I get cold at home. I am chasing around kids. I am playing with the kids. I am moving. I am picking up stuff. I'm active stuff at the bone house. I'm active. Relay races home. up and down yeah, the I steps. Yeah, I got steps all over the place. Yeah. yeah. It's all steps. It's all steps. There's all no the levels. Time. It's just steps. It's, you guys you want, sleep on the steps. Right. It's what we have. So by the end of all that, yeah, if it's 74, 75, I'm just drenched in sweat. I'd take three showers if I had to do that. So look, if it's a if it's a budget issue for you, if you're on hard times, you just simply can't afford to run the air conditioner, and that's why you keep it at 82. I understand well, that's that. different. I get right. it. But if this is a choice for you, you enjoy it, I want you to do me a favor. Drive yourself right to the mental institution right now. Oh, you just, you're saying you have the means, you have the means to keep it cooler. But you but still you... want it to be 82 while you sleep. Go right to the mental house. That's what I'm calling well, it. There's are... a sign right outside, mental what is house. The, what is the reason for this? To save you on... Save money. Save money, save the world. All right. Save money. How many people that are doing this are in a house where you have like a ceiling fan in every bedroom or you have to plug in a, you know, stand up fan to blow on you at night? Like, I don't know how in the world you sleep in 82 degrees without with you, some man. kind of air circulating. I don't know. Do you like just waking up in a puddle of sweat in your bed? I don't mm-hmm. understand. What is this? Uh, some weird gambling going on. Betters who wagered on a mixed martial arts event that was billed as a live broadcast this past Friday found their accounts under review over the weekend after an integrity monitor flagged suspicious betting activity and the Professional Fighters League said the fights actually took place a week earlier. Fubo TV promoted the Friday broadcast of the Professional Fighters League uh, as live at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And the PFL, Professional Fighters League, tweeted Friday evening that the fighters are in the building for tonight, is okay. what they tweeted. All right. Uh, odds on the Challenger Series move significantly in favor of each of the winning fighters Friday afternoon ahead of the broadcast. On Saturday, U.S. Integrity, a Las Vegas-based company that monitors betting markets, sent an alert to sportsbooks saying it confirmed with the PFL that the fights were pre-taped on March 25th. Oh, that's no good. No, that is no good. good. Listen, you know in Vegas they take odds on like wrestling, pro wrestling matches. Now, pro wrestling matches, as much as the general public doesn't know what's going to happen, someone does. 
if at nothing else, the two guys or two gals in the ring, when they go out and fight at WrestleMania, they know what's going to happen. And they've probably known for a few days or longer. Usually there's a few other people that would know too. And Vegas takes action on that, even though that's a little risky, right? Because someone could presumably leak that and you could bet on it and you could actually know the outcome. But the reason they take action on it is because it's live. And we have actually seen wrestling matches where it was supposed to go one way and oops-a-doozle, someone decided to do something else. So you can't officially say it's done until it's done. If it's already happened and the injuries have occurred in a real fight... I assume people were there, too. People were probably there. There was a crowd there. Well, even if, you know what, even if it was a closed-door event, how in the world would you think that's a good idea to say, oh, yeah, oh, you're taking action on this? We recorded that four days ago. And we're we're telling everyone it's live. All you have to do is say, this is a pre-taped. This this happened a few days ago, but now we're going to show it to you as if it's live. You cannot put it out there as live in this day and age. And think that that's well, not going right, to get flagged the, by the betting people. The Pro Fighting League is trying to fool people by pretending that it's live. And when asked about this, well, why did you do this? They said, well, this is only the first time we've ever done this. Oh, sure. But then they said, well, why did you do it this way? Well, we can't talk about why we did it this way. But I'll tell you right now, it's the first time we've ever done this. Where we had something pre-taped, we pretended it was live. Always a good note. When you ask someone one question and they answer a different one. That's probably the one you should be asking because <laughs> they asked, hey, why did you do this? And like, well, it's the first time it's ever happened. Then your question should have been, how many times have you done this in the past? Because they're clearly more conscious of that than they are about why did you do this? The Atlanta Braves want to sell you a really expensive burger. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a disabled vehicle causing delays on I-71 northbound after 670. Traffic is beginning to build in that area. You'll also find some backups on I-71 southbound before 670. An accident blocking the right lane. Traffic is backed up to 11th Avenue. This traffic report is sponsored by eBay Motors. Getting stuck in traffic is part of owning a car. Getting stuck because you don't have the right parts doesn't have to be. That's because eBay Motors has all the right parts at the right prices. 122 million of them. So keep moving and moving in style at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Like a sports drink, but for that part of you that's thirsty for fart jokes. Back to Man and Bone. Hello. Major League Baseball season opens tomorrow. And because Major League Baseball is stupid... We've already had two games rained out for tomorrow. Red Sox and Yankees. Mariners and Twins. Yes, the Mariners, the Dome <laughs> team, were mm. opening in Minneapolis or St. Paul, wherever the hell that stadium is. They've already been rained out for tomorrow. Here are the road teams for the opening weekend of the season. All right. You have the Astros opening on the road. You have mm. the Padres opening on the road. 
You've got the Mariners opening on the road. You've got Milwaukee with their dome opening on the road. Oakland on the road. Los Angeles Dodgers on the road. I told you Mariners. Miami opening on the road. Texas opening on the road. Why do we do this? Well, Why? here's here's what their answer would be this year, right? Wouldn't they say, well, this is partially because we had to move things around because of the lockout situation or is this have nothing to do with that well it it shouldn't i'm just saying was this the plan always or did they modify the schedule in some way because of all that maybe that has to do with it a little bit i don't know they push dates around but these were always the opening weekend matchups okay yeah i didn't know if maybe they just said all right well we will start here and then go back to the openers later so these have been the openers the whole time and because of this because you have two games now rained out and probably more that Mets game in D.C. tomorrow will probably be rained out as well because the weather forecast is not looking good. You have the Cubs and Brewers at 220, hmm. and then a couple more games in the 4 o'clock window, and then the rest is night stuff tomorrow. Yeah, it's it's not it's not the way opening day no, should op- be. Opening day, first of all, opening day should be, I think, all teams opening on the same day. I don't like this staggered stuff. You open on the same day, and if you don't want to make it where it's the final day of the regular season where everybody plays at the same time, I think a good seventy five percent of your game should be on staggered during the day. Yeah, I think you should have every half hour uh, a new game like a first started. pitch, right? And then, yeah, you could have a couple nightcaps. That's fine. After, wouldn't that be welcome? After a whole day of baseball, then you got a couple, you know, really good matchups in the evening. Maybe one out on the West Coast for the ten o'clock. Well, you know what? And if you're if you're going to do one that late, because I had this problem a couple years ago where the White Sox opened up in Oakland. Well, and it was a night game, and opening day for me was ten o'clock at night. That's silly. If you're going to do a West Coast thing, then it's got to be two West Coast teams on Pacific time. Yes, you got to have both the fan bases that are like, yeah, we're cool with the seven p.m. start for us. I don't understand why Major League Baseball looks at what the NCAA tournament gets every year and says, we would not like to have their Thursday, Friday, you know, because that's what you could have because you could actually have all the teams going starting. You could have one. I am sure there's a team that would take. Let's do 1105 Eastern time. Let's start off that early. I've, I've said this. The Reds should do that. Yes, they should. The they Reds should be should the be first team. The first and they should have a home game every single baseball yep. every single season. Used to be that way. Not anymore. Should be. Then eleven thirty. You have another team starting up. Then twelve oh five, twelve thirty five, one oh five. Go all the way down. Maybe by two o'clock you go every hour, right? Because you got a lot of baseball going at that point. But think about how. Every then then a game ends, another one starting. Another game ends, another one starting. Like you you have baseball everywhere. And that's all everyone's talking about in the sports world all day. Is it's opening day and there's a celebration of baseball, which I know will still happen tomorrow to some degree, but it could be so much better. It could be much more of a television event. Mm-hmm. People could like you have and like many people do have taken the day off. You could you could see more just casual fans saying it's opening day of baseball. I don't know which games are even on. I just know it's always fun because there's nine games going by 3 p.m. And I'm going to watch as many of them as I can. What would be wrong with that? I don't understand. Here's something I saw that was weird today. Of all the opening opening day home sites, which do you think has the cheapest secondary market ticket oh, available? I have, I have no idea. I mean, like, you know, Cleveland at Kansas City. All right, you'd think, man, that maybe, might not be, maybe yeah. that would be it. Tickets as low as twenty dollars. 
on okay. vivid seats. You can get in there for 20 bucks. Uh, New York Mets at the Washington Nationals, which may or may not be played tomorrow. Tickets as low as $17. But the low watermark is at Wrigley Field. Really? Brewers and Cubs. Big divisional matchup. Two teams that could be there fighting it out for the division. It's opening day at Wrigley Field. Tickets as low as 15 bucks. That seems problematic. $15 for getting Major in the door. League Baseball. What are the tickets going to be next Thursday? Or next Friday, Well, and right? if you like, think that's ex- that's just a weird anomaly, they're also scheduled to play on Friday because Brewers and Cubs tomorrow. I was going to ask because I know a lot of teams get the next day off, which no, sucks. No, they are scheduled to play on Friday, Brewers and Cubs, 220. Again, it's, it's Friday afternoon. Excitement for Cubs baseball this year. Tickets as low as $6 I, that, at Wrigley Field. That is bizarre. That, that's, Isn't it? That's very weird. Anyway. And I would think... I would think that's a problem for Major League Baseball, but as we've covered, Major League Baseball teams don't make the money from the ticket sale. I mean, they do, but it's not their primary revenue source that they're concerned with. That's just not a great sign for baseball that opening weekend in Chicago, you do not have more people you know, knocking down the door to get tickets for this thing. Right, the Braves won the World Series, and they are selling a big burger to celebrate. Uh, Trust Park, is it? SunTrust Truist? Is it Truist? I don't know what it is. I don't remember. Whatever. Wherever the hell the Braves play. They are selling a burger for $151. Yes, there's a big caveat to that. There's actually a more expensive one that you can buy as well. Yes. $151 is the price reflecting the number of years the Braves have been a franchise. All right. They haven't been in Atlanta for 151 years, but all right. It's called the World Champions Burger, a half-pound Wagyu beef burger topped with cage-free pan-fried eggs. Thank God they're cage-free. Mm. Gold leaf-wrapped Hudson Valley foie gras. Okay. Grilled cold-water lobster tail. Heirloom tomato. Bib lettuce. Uh, Tillamook? Tillamook? Cheddar Till- cheese? Tillamook, I believe, yeah. Uh, and truffle aioli on a toasted Irish buttered brioche bun. Uh, that, that's, is that why it costs $150, Mike? Or $151, I'm sorry? Well, it comes with Parmesan waffle fries, of course. And? No, that's just the burger. No, you get a you get a replica championship No, ring. not for $151. Bucks. Yes, you do. Isn't that the story? And then you get the real thing for the price you're about to say. I'm pretty sure you get a oh, ring that's with that right. burger. That's you get, right. You get a cheapo ring. You get ring. like a cheapo yes. World Series ring with the $151 burger. But it's just a knockoff. For $151. If you want a real limited edition World Series championship ring. Now, again, I don't know if this is the same ring they give to the players. I'm sure it's a very nice ring. Well, for twenty, well, for what this price is, it should be. But you get the burger and the ring, and that's $25,000. <laughs> My question to you is, do you just walk up to the kiosk and order this? Or do you have to order in advance? Can you go up I there and say, hey, so. man, give me the twenty five grand burger. American Express black card, can I just slide it right in the little slot here? Let me tell you the very depressing thought I had about that $25,000 burger is that the guy who's ordering that, the person who's ordering that is probably sitting in a luxury suite. There are probably a lot of people there and there's probably a presentation that happens, right? Where the team comes in, they're like, here you go. Here's your burger, but here's your championship ring. And then everybody's looking at the ring and this probably still very delicious burger, not $151, certainly not 25 grand delicious but still probably a very delicious piece of food probably gets ignored 
and no one probably even touches it or like a grandkid is told, hey, yeah, have some of uh, Pop Pop's burger over there. It's going to get cold. You better eat it. And he's sitting there with gold leaf foie gras going, what do I do, Chuck? What do I do with this lobster, Chuck? Where's the ketchup? Like that, the burger that is actually a nice, if you went out and got that at Herbie, a restaurant, Herbie it's probably put pretty ketchup good. ketchup on this thing. Yeah. Right. No doubt about it. I'm just saying like the 25 grand is for the ring and they deliver a burger to you as a nice little parting gift. That's, and my question is, how do you order this? It you, has to be called ahead and yeah, prepared. Yes, of course you have, you to, have be, to. Like you, have to, you can't just on the spur of the moment say, I want a championship burger with the ring. With well, the I real like ring. how it says limited edition championship ring. What does that mean? How many are there? <laughs> well, it's limited to how many people have $25,000 that's, that's to my question. for a dumb Look, ring. If I know that there's only five of these... Yeah. Let's say I have that type of cash. Yeah, right, right, right. All right, and I'm inclined to spend that type of cash on a World Series ring. If I know there's only five, that's intriguing to me. If I know they're going to sell as many as they possibly can for $25,000, that's not intriguing to me. Yeah, the, that's weird, but you're right. The clientele who would spend 25 Which people want exclusivity. It probably is even weirder than that. It's probably if you offer it at 25 grand, not nearly as many rich guys buy it as if you offered it at 100 grand. Right, because at twenty five grand, they'd say, "Well, is this the real ring?" I don't know if it is. For a hundred grand, they'd say, "This is definitely the real ring. It's the same one the players get." I bet I'm going to buy it, and no one else can afford this but me. Mm-hmm. It's that power thing. You're like, that's exactly when right. you get up to a certain level of finance, that it all becomes about who's got the bigger wallet, we shall say, and then it becomes that contest. So it's all about how much did you spend on? You spent a hundred thousand dollars on a ring and a burger. Wow. You are in some kind of class that I'm not, uh, even among the rich guys. So you probably sell more by increasing the price, as dumb as that sounds. Rich guys have competition with each other for the dumbest things. I've, I've told this story, and you know, I know you've seen it too, where it's people who you know are worth millions of dollars, yep. right? They're successful in business, or they inherited cash. I don't know. They've got millions of dollars, yet they will get off on showing you a 17-year-old five-star recruit's phone number that they have in their phone. That they could cuz why? Not necessarily because they're the biggest fan of that player. No. It shows they're connected because they have it. They're and, connected and in ways don't. you aren't. Yes. Right. So they can so presumably when they call you up and say, "Hey, or so and so's not starting this weekend." You might well, believe let me, them. Let me let me text them. I'll get back to yeah, you. Yeah, cuz they've got phone numbers. So if they come back and say, "Yeah, I heard I heard from someone I talked to over there. It's not happening. They're not playing him this weekend." Well, that's going to sound like that's real because that guy has the phone numbers. Then maybe he called one of them and probably didn't, but you're going to believe it anyway. Uh the Lakers were officially eliminated from the playoffs with a loss to the Suns last night. LeBron had an ankle, missed his twenty third game of the season, but the Lakers are done. And I saw that they were gonna fire Frank Vogel, or they did fire Frank Vogel. I mean it's they're they're going to part ways, regardless of if he's fired or has he that, just steps down. Has that I don't become official? I don't think it's official yet, but I think everyone is it's everyone's assuming it's going to happen. Okay. So yeah, that's a disaster. There's no other way to, to shape that right i mean it is the lakers went out lebron drove the idea that they need to get russell westbrook you know and not just him right the brow wanted him too they both did and then (laughs) russell westbrook comes in has i mean whatever you thought of him before this year he had some limitations right those limitations went to nuclear disaster at this point with what he has become he is not a functional starting level player really in the NBA on a good team 
and they owe him $47 million next year after already paying him $42 million this year. They could have had DeMar DeRozan, Buddy Heald, guys who are actually fairly talented and who could fill the needs a lot better for that team than what Russell Westbrook did. So it's not all his fault. It's just that that's going to be the the focal point of all this, right? Is LeBron wanted this to happen, and it didn't work out the way everyone thought. By the way, one more baseball thing. And this was because of the uh, moving the schedule around. Yeah. But today, tomorrow and Friday, opening days for every single team on one of those two days, how many games on ESPN? Oh, I have... How I many know. national television games? <laughs> one? One. Oh, God. The Reds and Braves, 8 o'clock tomorrow night on ESPN2. And that is because ESPN is running Masters stuff all oh, day, sure, yeah. Thursday and Friday. Ugh. Yeah, good job, everybody. So Major League Baseball has no national one national television game I am, for I opening am, day. I am sure Major League Baseball as a whole, if you take every single team and add up all their viewers all weekend, they'll get more numbers than the Masters. Like, total of baseball when you add all the little local networks together. But who's going to dominate the sports talk all weekend? For for the sports hardcore guys, it's going to be the Masters. Congratulations. Tiger and the Masters. Good job, yeah. everyone, for pushing this back and arguing over dumb things. Look at what you've got now. Mm-hmm. Uh, big 12 Commissioner Bob Bowlesby with a big announcement. We'll tell you about it next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident blocking the center lane of 670 eastbound at 4th Street. It is causing some heavy slowdowns in that area. Traffic is backed up to Route 315. You'll also find an accident blocking the right lane of 71 southbound before 670. Caution is advised in that area. This traffic report is sponsored by RumkeyCruise.com. Rumkey is family-owned and operated and growing in your area. Now hiring new and seasoned vehicle maintenance technicians. Rumkey offers pay based on experience, shift differentials, paid training, benefits packages, paid vacation, and more. Apply at RumkeyCruise.com. Equal opportunity employer restrictions apply. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. I was on uh, on Twitter yeah, I saw the Blue Jackets tweet out a little interview they did with Andrew Peake, right? Okay. And the headline was like, you know, in an alternate reality, Andrew Peake could have been suiting up for Major League Baseball's opening day. So I clicked on it because I'm like, oh, is he oh, okay. a big-time high school player? Got some attention from scouts? And it's not something you usually see is a lot of crossover between well, hockey why, players and baseball players. I clicked on it and, you know, question, bluejackets.com. Did you always want to be a professional hockey player growing up? He said, I love hockey. I love playing it, but I also played baseball as a kid. I always knew I wanted to do something within sports. Just so happened that I picked hockey and it worked out the way that it did. 
since mm. I was about six months old. I've been going to Florida Panthers games. It was always a goal in mind, so thankfully it worked out so far. So the next question is, how long did you play baseball? I played baseball till I was 12. Then I had to choose between hockey and baseball. Look, <laughs> in an alternate universe then, I could have been playing for opening day, on opening day, tomorrow. Yes, all right, he played baseball till he was 12 years old. You made it sound like, oh, he was drafted but decided to play hockey instead. Well, this, I, I like this angle that you're bringing up here because it, it, sometimes I think we have this mistaken discussion point. And I'm not saying that that's what the Jackets Twitter was saying, but maybe it is. That, well, if he's a great athlete, he's a great athlete. And if you're a great hockey player, great enough to get to the NHL, if you'd have done the same work that you did on hockey, if you'd have just done that with baseball, you probably would have been a pro well, athlete in baseball. That's wrong and stupid. I know it is, but I think some people look at that because you see it all the time with like, what if LeBron played football? And who knows? Maybe LeBron played high school football, at least. That's more than playing until you were 12. But maybe LeBron would have gotten into college and kind of been a mediocre tight end, and that would have been that. I don't know. But I also, I have, I have this theory, and I think this is much more accurate. I think there are a lot of guys who have burned out in the wrong sport. You know what I mean? I think there are guys who looked at the sports and said, I'm going to try, you know, the NFL. NFL is super popular. You have a lot of kids who probably said, I want to be the next Barry Sanders, Emmett Smith, name your guy, right? And then they got into it, and they were good running backs, maybe good defensive backs, good whatever. And they got to a level... That was like college good, but never college great, and they didn't end up making it to the pros. But if those guys had played soccer or if they were a shortstop, maybe they could have been way better than they were. I think there's a lot more, or guys that burn out in high school because they picked the wrong sport, they got too many injuries, but who could have been better at something else. I tend to think if anything is true, that's probably more true than any pro athlete could go play any sport. I doubt that. I think there are a lot of guys who burned out in the wrong sport because they just were, you know, you're a kid. I don't think that's wrong. You got to make that decision. Like he said, he was 12. I know. I love this headline. In an alternate universe, Peeker could have been gearing up for opening day. Yeah, me too. And everybody (laughs) everybody else listening to this. Well, there's a, I mean, I played baseball until I was 12 or 13. Teddy, I'm sure you played baseball for quite a while when you were 12 or 13. I don't know if you played all that. I played until I was 18. Yeah. I was okay, say, there Teddy you go. played Teddy, high school Teddy, baseball. I did. Teddy yeah. could have been in the Hall of Fame in an alternate universe. I probably am. You probably are. We probably should go two there. sports, too. Can we go to that alternate universe where, like, Peeker's a Major League Baseball player, Teddy is in the Hall of Fame, you and I, or I don't know, we're what probably... What are we doing? We're probably batting clean up for the Cubs. You and me both. We're sharing the duties. We're each splitting it. I don't even know how that would be possible. But I would just love the fact of you having to wear the Cubs uniform because they're the team that was like, we got this guy. We like him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bob Bowlesby, who is the commissioner of the Big 12, says that he is going to be stepping down later on this year. He is 70 years old, has three years remaining on his contract. He said he made the decision in the past two weeks, but wanted to wait until the final four to announce it after the final four to announce it. Uh, he says he knew he didn't want to extend the contract and spoke to conference leaders in an honest conversation about the difficulty of the last two years and the challenges that were before us. Uh, he says they knew that sometime in the next year or two I was going to look for an off-ramp. And so the more we talked about it, the more we got to the point where, yeah, maybe it makes sense to transition now and bring somebody in that has a little longer runway. Hmm. 
Okay. Of course, Texas and Oklahoma are leaving the conference to go join the SEC. And so whoever is coming in to fix this Big 12 has to figure out how to keep them financially viable in a sport of giant conferences, most notably the Big 10 and the SEC. I think this job has overachiever guy written all over it. Like the next person who's going to replace him, right? Because the next person who's going to come in is going to look at a really stacked deck against them. Yeah. You're losing your two premier programs out of that conference. There's going to be conference realignment most likely. Well, I mean, not most likely there is, right? We already have some schools that are going to join the Big 12, but that may not be the end of all of it. And the next person who comes in is going to have to deal with all that, deal with trying to make their conference still look like, no, we're it's a Big 5, not a Big 4. And then they've got to deal with name, image, and likeness. And they got to deal with transfer portal. And they got to deal with all the other things that every other conference commissioner has to deal with as far as how the sport is changing. How, when I say sport, the sport of football and basketball primarily as the revenue drivers, but all the sports within these conferences are changing, right? Because you've got the same transfer rules in other sports too where they're allowed to go. So yeah, it's, it's a big deal. Uh, he says the departure of OU in Texas was a stressful circumstance. And the process to bring on the new members was pretty high energy because it happened over a relatively short period of time. There's always plenty to do, but the last two years have been particularly stressful for society and athletics. Yeah, that's fair. I don't blame him at all for saying, uh, sorry how this all worked out, but I got to go. It's not like he just started there. He's been. No, he's 70 years old. Yeah. And I wouldn't want to try to figure out what the next 10 years of college football and basketball look like if I were 70 and I'd been doing that job under the old system for a while. Well, look, he's uh, he's making a lot of money. He still had three years left on his contract. He could have just stayed there, stayed on all his committees because he's on all the college football management committees and all that. And, you know, the mouthpiece for a big Power Five conference. He could have stayed there, had a prolonged retirement journey. Yeah. Cash the checks for three years, but he's saying, "Well, I'm look. I'm a rich guy. This is a big pain in the ass. I'm not going to be the guy leading this conference forward. Why delay it?" What you're saying is he could do the Mark Emmert, where Mark Emmert is clearly over his head, does not care about what's actually going on. Yes, you're he's right. He's just collecting paycheck because they keep saying, "Well, we'll have you back if you want to come," because that's how that's how this works, right? A lot of the big wigs at all these high level jobs, they look and go, "Well." Bob Bowlesby's here, and he's done a lot of things. Who else are we going to get? And and he could easily ride that and say, yeah, I'm going to keep it going, and we're I've got a lot of energy for this job, and just cash those checks. Good for him for at least saying, no, nah, I'm not going to waste your time. You know I don't want to do this, and I don't want to do it. The main course wasn't as popular as the appetizer. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. A couple of serious accidents to watch out for. A crash blocking the center lane of 670 eastbound at 4th Street. Traffic is stop and go from Route 315 in this area. We'll also find a crash blocking the two right lanes of 71 southbound at 4670. Traffic is bumper to bumper from 11th Avenue. Traffic report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Whether you want your pet to have the independence to run and play outside or you need to correct some mischievous behaviors like digging in the trash. The hands-on trainers from Invisible Fence brand train your pets for you. Visit InvisibleFence.com to learn more. Invisible Fence brand surround your pets with care. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. 
Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Picture a sports talk show, but without all those pesky sports getting in the way. Back to Man and Bone. You know, you had one of the most exciting national championship games between North Carolina and Kansas that we've had in a while, right? Oh, yeah. But we asked the question, would the main course be as popular as the appetizer? I contend the first weekend of tournament action is more popular than the championship game. And I can't name another sports thing that's like that. Yeah, I don't know either. I Well, we can have that discussion in a second because I did have another suggestion brought to my attention. Okay. But anyway, the rating for the game on Monday night was 18.1 million, which was up like 7%, I think, from the year before. Hmm. I'm a little surprised the rating wasn't higher, but 18.1 million people watched it. Duke in North Carolina, 18.5 million. Yeah, and I'm honestly surprised that number's not a little higher too, but to your point, that Final Four matchup for sure drew the eyeballs because it's two rivals going head-to-head in a thing they've never done. And you had the Coach K situation, all of that. I'm not surprised it drew more than an excellent tur- a championship game. It was a phenomenal yeah, game. It was a great game. But I'm not surprised the Duke-North Carolina game, which was also really great. I'm not surprised that one did a little bit better on the number. Uh, my buddy Jacob actually messaged and said, because he was listening to the show, and he said, what about uh, college football as far as a sport where the early parts of it And I'm talking like the whole amount that you get in September, right? When it all starts up the first couple weeks, you you have 20 games going all Saturday and you can flip into half of them and they're really good, right? That Do you think there are more people excited, interested watching that than by the end of the year, you've watched all this stuff happen, you've seen all the attrition, and yeah, people watch it, a ton of people watch the college football national championship game. But if it's LSU and Bama or Bama and Georgia or Georgia and LSU or something like that, like if it's just the SEC again for the umpteenth time, is that as exciting to you as say the first weekend or two of college football where you get some really good, that's interesting, different directional matchups. I'm not saying you don't. You also get some, some crap early in the season, right? You can flip out of the crap and there's always good. That's true. And again, we're in a, a special situation here in Columbus, but I'll just look at it from our radio station standpoint. Our ratings in September are high. Our ratings in November and December are higher. You're right. Here at the radio station. You're right. And I don't, I'm not, by the way, well, let's do this. It's not the opening thing, but I guess technically the final, the, the opening weekend of the NCAA tournament is still late in the season. You are watching the best versions of those teams all play each other after three or four months of basketball. Right. Michigan, I would say OSU Michigan, that and, and that whole weekend where you get all the rivalry games for a lot of people, that's more important than if you said you could watch only the Michigan game and all the other rivalry games that weekend, or you can watch the college football national championship game and the and the two semifinals. No guarantee that your team's no guarantee be in your it, team is in it. But you've got to pick one before beforehand. Yeah. I'm saying I think a lot of people would say, Well, I'd take the guarantee knowing my team is in it and it's a rivalry game. I'd rather watch that. Then just take, I'll take my chances on it. it's the playoffs and it's, you know, yeah, my team's right. in there. But that's the only one that I think even comes close. Uh, Adam Schefter has a new contract with ESPN. 
It is reported he is making at least $9 million a year on the New Deal. Uh, ESPN's handing out some cash, of course, because they just handed Buck and Aikman all this money. We know they're paying Stephen A. and Greenberg tons of money. Uh, who is it? Woj? Yeah. Who does uh, the NBA stuff. Yeah, that's right. He's making $7 million a year. Jeff Passan, who's in his 40s but looks like he's 12, he's making $4 million a year as our number one baseball guy. And I also want to point out, again, look, this is just the way the world works. I get it. But if you go into the control room in Bristol, Connecticut, at 1 o'clock in the morning, there will not be a human being there. They will not pay someone to man the board overnight No, at ESPN. All right? Where sometimes they will go off the air for 10 minutes before anybody catches it. <laughs> I, yeah. They are paying news guy who gives away all of his stuff for free on Twitter $9 million a year. Here's their argument, I'm quite sure, is well, Shefty is on, you know, all day. Right? If there's a big news story, That's they true. will have him on every single one of their talking head shows. When you get on, you know, the He's the not our deadline. talking head show. No, I Ruffman know. Ruffman and Ice have him on every single week. Yes, and he probably does that at a, at a dozen plus radio stations around the country, which points people back to, hey, ESPN has the breaking news guy. They have Adam Schefter. But to that end, if I'm ESPN, they have in the past said, like with ESPN News, ah, well, nobody watches this. People get their news on their phones. They get it from ESPN.com. Why do we need ESPN News? We'll just get rid of that. We'll change that up. We won't have that anymore. But Adam Schefter, you could argue, I don't think a lot of people necessarily care that Schefter's the one who breaks the news. They just care that the news gets broken. Like, they just care that they find out that their favorite team did or did not sign that star linebacker, right? That's what we care about. That's the news we want to know. Is Adam Schefter that... I'm not trying to rip the guy. Is he $9 million more compelling than, say, a guy that you could hire or a gal that you could hire to do it for a million. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, could the next person in line at ESPN, and I don't know, maybe that person is getting paid $7 million, $5 million, I don't know. But I just feel like the top person at ESPN, whoever that is viewed to be, is going to be the most trusted source or one of the most trusted sources in and around breaking news because they work at ESPN. So if you pay them two hundred fifty grand which is still a lot of money and a nice living, I would assume that person, if they do that job well, will be trusted as much as Shefty is. But whatever, good for them. They get He gets $9 million for... At least $9 million is what it says. At least $9 million for saying a thing that five minutes after he says it, the whole internet has it and no one cares who broke it. Not even five minutes. Five seconds. Right. Like he tweets it out and then nine other NFL guys are like, per, you know, my sources, I can confirm the Shefty report. This happened. Yeah. Okay. So I I don't understand how that's worth that much money. According to them, it is. What I find humorous is that, look, we've been the voice of the Buckeyes for a long time. We have people on this radio station that make a lot of money. And I'm not talking about me and you. We have coaches' shows. We have the Ryan Day show, the Holtman show. Before that, it was the Urban Meyer show, Tressel show, all this stuff. Uh, Brad Larson comes on. Tortorella comes on. I don't think we've ever had anybody with a regular hit on this radio station that makes more than the guy who reports the news. 
in Adam Schefter. Adam Schefter is making more than a lot of the guys that he breaks news on. And for some reason, he still wants to come on with Rothman and Ice for $100 a pop. <laughs> now, let him live, man. It's good for their show. I'm sure they have nice conversations. But let me tell you something. If I'm making $9 million a year, I'm not going on with local yokel for 100 bucks. Well, if I'm making $9 million a year, I'm asking ESPN and ESPN alone, what do you need me to do? Because you gave me $9 million. Did you? Do you want me up at 3 a.m. hosting a show? I'll do that. You paid me $9 million. Do you want me on 20 different FM stations breaking down the news all day? I'll do that. Whatever you want me to do is fine. But if they say, yeah, we don't care if you do that or not, yeah, I'm not doing it. I'm with you. Think about that, though, man. Nine Urban, million as much dollars. as money as he was making, not mu- making as much as Schefter is right now. That is insane. That's When you think about in college football, which we all would say has quite the following as well. It's not the NFL, but it's getting closer by the year. There are very few coaches that are making $9 million this year. Yeah. Shefty's going to be breaking down on the draft the guys those dudes coached and got to the NFL. He's going to be saying, yeah, I think this is what I'm hearing, what that team thinks of him. He's going to be doing that for more money than those coaches did to get the player to that draft. And the report was Schefter took less money to stay with ESPN. Like the draft kings of the world were trying to lure him away with even more money. Think about how that would have looked. If DraftKings brings in, and I, and I know they want to, all these gambling sites, they want to do their own TV network. They want to do their own media companies, right? And they want to have a guy like that breaking the news. But imagine if Shefty reported something that turns out to be wrong, but it affects a gambling line, and then you work for the company that takes the bets. That would look a little weird, wouldn't it? Well, maybe he thought that too. That, I'm saying maybe that entered his mind to say, you know what? I got a lot of heat the last few years when I got a little things wrong here and there i'm not going for that yeah. where it could be landmines everywhere you go all the news and notes you need as we go on campus coming up next common man and t-bone on the fan fan traffic from the meister's bar and pizza traffic center good afternoon you'll find that earlier accident has cleared from 71 southbound to 4670 all lanes have reopened but traffic is still slow from 17th as it recovers you'll also find a crash still being worked on on westbound 670 at 4th street please be cautious in this area this traffic report is sponsored by rumkeycareers.com rumkey is family owned and operated and growing in your area. Now hiring new and seasoned vehicle maintenance technicians, Rumkey offers pay based on experience, shift differentials, paid training, benefits packages, paid vacation, and more. Apply at RumkeyCareers.com. Equal opportunity employer restrictions apply. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Their collective IQ is lower than they think it are. This is Common Man and T-Bone. On campus, coming up in mere moments, name dropping with Jeff Rimmer in the 5 o'clock hour. Rimmer is supposed to come in and hijack the show. For that segment, my question to you is, it is raining out there. Mm. Will he decide just to stay home because it's raining? That's a good question. I'm going to guess that uh, no, he will not choose to stay home because I think his desire to be in the studio will be that strong. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not because of his ego. Like he gets to be on the radio either way. 
but he will want to come in here and, and annoy us personally. That's why he'll do it. On campus, let's do it. Common Man and T-Bones. On campus, the latest college sports news and notes. Sponsored by Logan AC and Heat Services. Feeling the heat? Call the experts at Logan Services now for hot deals on train air conditioners. Bone? Well, man, uh, some more research and, and investigation has been done into the loose, appearing loose floorboards where North Carolina's Armando Baycott injured his ankle in the final moments against Kansas. Although the ankle was already injured, he'd been playing on an injured ankle there's a moment right at the end of the game, a minute left to go. He's driving the lane. Could could score a bucket that could have helped North Carolina win that game. Instead, his ankle buckles when he goes to plant and push off, and the floor appears to give a little bit underneath him, and this was a lot made of that. Well, now everyone's had a chance to review this, and here is the story. This according to Pete Thamel from ESPN. Who's apparently not as important as Adam Schefter. How much money does he make? Uh, $7. Okay. Compared to Adam Schefter, he's not making anything. Anyway, uh, this is from Connor Sports, Vice President of Marketing and Strategy, Jeff Kresha, who was asked by Pete Thamel about this. He said, quote, the court's absorption characteristics are by design. There were no loose floorboards or panels within the court, as confirmed by an expert technician who was present at every game of the men's Final Four to ensure the quality and safety of the floor. They also said the injury for Baycott did not reveal any structural damage. Uh, he didn't point to the floor as being a problem during his press conference. He did leave in a walking boot, but that may have just been precautionary given he had already hurt the ankle previously. Uh, Kreisha added, the guy from the company that made the floor, the championship floor, as is all the floors, is a panel system engineered for athlete safety and comfort, achieved by its ability to absorb impact forces as an athlete jumps or pivots abruptly. I find it interesting, too. They spoke with North Carolina Athletic Director Bubba Cunningham, which that's going to be your name when you are the athletic director at North Carolina. I'm sadly afraid it's going to be Bubba. Anyway, Bubba said the school, Bubba said. Bubba said the school didn't follow up with the NCAA or anything pertaining to the court in regards to that. He said, quote, we played two games over that surface, just an unfortunate thing at a critical time. So he's saying... Yeah, stuff happens, but it's nothing out of the norm for a basketball court to do. So, you've heard more about basketball courts than I ever and thought. I, we would I have ever heard talk about, about that before. Where sometimes these courts are designed to move, well, because it aids. You know, when when you got two hundred and fifty pound man jumping sure, with a lot yeah. of force, you maybe want a little bit of give as opposed to landing on a hard, flat surface that's not going to move. Yeah, right. I mean, ultimately. I think what everyone is saying here is it's within the level of tolerance of what these floors are supposed to do. It's not something where it failed. It's not like Zion Williamson's shoe exploding right, right. when that happened, right? That's a little different. Uh, speaking or Sticking with college basketball for a moment, Jabari Smith is declared for the 2022 NBA draft. The Auburn star departing, departing for the pros in that, too, after his standout freshman season. He is in the mix to be a number one overall pick. Ty Ty Washington, guard from Kentucky, hi, hi. also announced... He will be declaring for the NBA draft. He was on the SEC's all-freshman team, second-team all-SEC while helping lead Kentucky, them too, to a 26-8 and season and a number 2 seed in the NCAA tournament. How did it go after that? Sources say not well. Speaking of it not going well, St. Peter's. They had the great run. You know all about that. Big upset. Now Bree's leaving. Yeah, yeah, everybody is, in fact, Their leaving, coach is leaving. Yes, uh, and not just him. There are now exits as well from the players, too, including 
Doug Eater, one of the faces of that team that everyone got to fall in love with. Daryl Banks third as well, another key part of that team, two of their leading scorers. They have both hit the transfer portal. Uh, so Matthew Lee, who also averaged nearly 30 minutes per game during this stretch in March when he when they made their big run, he also has entered the portal. Uh, all their departures come days after Shaheen Holloway left the program to accept a job at Seton Hall, which, right, I mean, he was a Seton Hall player. Many people thought he would be a good fit for that job anyway. Then this happened, and then he became the ultimate can't-miss guy, and they had to have him. So not a shock he would go back to his alma mater. Not a shock these players would say, hey, we had a great run. Let's not try to run it back with a bunch of different guys. So still, I, it put them on the map, and I think that's good for St. Peter's. Doug Eatert said, I have nothing but love for everyone who's been by my side throughout this journey. So nice parting words as he leaves. Thank you, Bone. Yes, sir. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown. Coming up, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident blocking the left lane of I-71 southbound after 11th Avenue. Traffic is bumper to bumper from 17th Avenue in this area. Caution is advised. And an earlier accident has cleared from westbound 670 at 4th Street, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. This traffic report is sponsored by Discover. Real credit card questions require real people, someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover exceptionally common sense. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. And from every dime a dog night in the Midwest, here's Man and Bone. Name dropping with Jeff Remmer coming up at 534. So, I am convinced no one knows anything. All right. Because we've heard about these other deals that Major League Baseball media deals they signed this offseason. They signed a deal with uh, Peacock. And what was the other one? Was it Apple TV? I feel like that's right. For Friday night games? Yeah, I think Apple TV is, is Friday night. And Peacock exclusive. Mm-hmm. We heard about that. Uh, I just saw this tweet. Peacock's Sunday morning Major League Baseball package has the first six games starting at 11.30 Eastern time. The next dozen games starting at noon. NBC will produce pre- and post-game shows. Okay. Okay. Peacock's Major League Baseball schedule starts May 8th, 11.30 from Fenway. White Sox and Red Sox. And then this last line is what got me, because no one has been talking about this. Will be simulcast on NBC. Oh. No, then this is not Peacock's deal. (laughs) I mean, sure. I mean, yes, you'll have people watching on Peacock, but where do you think the majority of the eyeballs are going to be for that game? I am quite sure some people said NBC, through their sports arm, is prepared to make this deal happen. But you're right. All the reporting around it was like, this is going to be a Peacock thing. That's that's all we heard. Exclusive to to the cock. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, yeah, and on Big Boy NBC. Yeah, we'll have that simulcast on NBC. Well, maybe. You know what that could be, too? I'm I'm not saying this is likely. It's in the realm of possibility that maybe... 
a lot of the people who were, you know, privy to the deal, that is what they were talking about doing. And then at the last minute, someone at NBC was like, excuse me, what? Like, I get it. We want to push people onto the Peacock thing, but we're not going to let all this money leave our building and not put it on NBC. That's what most of the people who watch NBC have. We still are a sports entity and we want to reinforce that on NBC. What so, else are they doing on Sunday at 1130? What is on NBC? I mean, I assume it's like the 19th iteration of Saved by the Bell, but I'm guessing not. I don't think so. I wish it was. Well, pretty soon, USFL. That's true. Simulcast on Fox and NBC. What? I don't get it, man. Imagine trying to explain what sports is now I don't know. to yourself as a kid. No, and that's where I get in trouble because... You know, like I, I hear this and I say, no, that would never happen because I'm thinking like 1994 me. Yeah, right. And not 2022 me. Uh, absolutely. Well, think about it too when you were a kid. If you said every foot, every game, every sporting event you want to watch, there will be multiple cameras there, a broadcast crew, and it will be streamed on this thing called the internet, which is free. No one really controls it. Almost everyone has access to it. And so that's where all these games will be available. And you'd say, oh, wow, that's great. So I'll be able to watch all the games I want for free. And then we'd have to go, <laughs> no, uh, all the games you want are available. You have to pick and choose the 19 different services you want to watch the like seven leagues you care about or whatever it is. And you pay more than you did when you had cable. Think about how much this has changed, though, just in the last 10 years. I mean, forget about going back to when we were kids. Well, true enough. But in the last 10 years, Teddy, how many times were you and me sitting around, you know, in the afternoons, the Reds were playing, we were incapable of watching them because they just simply were not televising the game. You could not get it anywhere. And that was less than 10 years ago. It's crazy. I think that was even less than five years ago. Weren't they still doing that? Did they have like a handful of games that they were something like five to ten years? Yeah, in that yeah, time period. I know that it's been more recent than I think even that. I mean, You're we're right. talking like twenty games a year that just weren't being broadcast. And there weren't they usually like midday home games? Wasn't that usually the, yes. the ones they would go for with that? But now, you know, and I'm, I'm guilty of this too. You're pissed off because well, the Blue Jackets game is on. I just have to click on my Hulu app to get it. It's yes, there. Right. That's what I mean. Like the fact that all these games, they technically exist. Like you just mentioned uh, earlier in this in the show, you brought up like Fubo TV. That's one of the many outlets where there's some stuff. If you like UFC, they've got some stuff. If you like soccer, they've got some stuff. Now, if you don't, you don't ever probably have even have heard of Fubo TV, and that's fine. But that's the way we're heading is piecemealing all of this together where you can get a customizable Every team you want, you can watch. My brother likes a team in the English Soccer League's second division, that Peterborough United team. He goes to Peterborough. He watches these games. He pays a fee. He, he can just, watch them. No, but he pays a fee, and he gets every game. I know. That's what I mean. If, you want, to, if you want to pay the money, you can watch some rando team from another continent. Of. We used to have to rely on Raycom Sports. Or you had to be the person with a nine-foot satellite dish in yeah. your backyard. There's that. Either one, but that was about it. By the way, speaking of uh, NHL games on Hulu, the ESPN broadcast, the ESPN broadcasts for NHL games are god-awful. Yeah, I'm surprised I, I can't they're stand that it. bad. I don't know why they're that bad. I don't know if it was the last time the Jackets were on Hulu or the time before. They were talking to this old geezer hockey historian during the broadcast for 10 minutes. 
as annoying as that would be, all right, right. they're not really calling the action, they're telling stories. Yeah, all yeah, right? yeah. But at least I can see the action. As annoying as that would be, for some reason, they had to have a split screen of the geezer. Oh, I know. Yes. I just I have to just listen to him. I don't have to watch him too. You got the game on half the screen. This is a problem that if you've watched college basketball often, you've probably seen too. We saw it with a Buckeye game. Was that this year or last year? I can't remember, right? Where it must have been last year because it was with Dick Vitale. Where Yeah, where the game was they, just a secondary distraction. They were like, well, here's Dick Vitale and, and let's talk to him. And then they had him on screen, half half screen, as the Buckeyes were playing a game that ended up being like a close game in the first half. And it was, you know, tight back and forth. Every possession was was intriguing. And instead, we're just talking to Dick Vitale about whatever you want to talk about. And that's fine. I have nothing against that guy. But why are you doing this? Why are you putting the game on as like, oh, yeah, game's there if you want to watch. Let's do this conversation. You can have the alter. I'm fine with the the Manning cast and the the Sue Bird cast they had for the WNBA. They, uh, they were having the some fun. College women's I enjoyed that. national championship. I think that they was would great. enjoy our show. Oh, yeah. Who else? I'm trying to think. It was Diana Taurasi and Sue Bird were both on there, and they were tremendous together. They they had some good lines. They were funny. Well, but South Carolina are the, the Gamecocks, yeah. and they had some fun with uh, with that. Yes, but I'm fine with having the alternate broadcast. It's when you say, Bill Walton's just going to talk about whatever for 10 minutes and ignore the game. That was charming like the first time he did it. It's not charming anymore. Like I'm, I'd, I'd actually like to just focus on the game if that's okay. Uh, rundown, let's do it. Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Mr. Rooter Plumbing. 855-MISTERS. 855-MISTERS. Jackets beat the Flyers last night despite looking like crap for most of that game. Carson Meyer with his first NHL goal. Let him live. Elvis was great. Same two teams again tomorrow night over at Nationwide. Guardians extending Jose Ramirez. They picked up his $12 million option for next season, 2023, then tacked on five years and $124 million to that. So congratulations, look, to the Guardians for getting it done. Jose Ramirez clearly wanted to be in the land for a long time. He gets to stick around. There is a full no-trade clause with this, too. So if he is going anywhere, he controls it. And that's good. But let's not just make this for show. All right, where you say to your fan base, hey, look what we did. You wanted this guy, we signed him. The end. That's the end of it. Kind of like what you have now with the Reds and Joey Votto, where the only reason to buy a ticket is to go see Joey Votto. When your winning window opens again, and you're not there yet, but hopefully in the next couple of years, Guardian fans, you will be. When your winning window opens again, I hope there is this same commitment to win from the organization that they pretend to be showing today. Yeah, I don't think... You, I don't think you can give the organization a ton of credit where year after year after year they have not done these things that most, you know, Guardians fans have wanted to see. And then they finally do it once or once every so often. And then everyone wants to pat them on the back. No, I mean, it is good that they did the bare minimum thing they're supposed to, which is keep your star who wants to be there and is willing to take the money you're offering. You just have to make the big offer. That's good that you've done it. But. Did you commit to owning a baseball team or commit to just kind of having a fun stadium atmosphere and all that? Because if you want to own a baseball team, you got to actually put a winning product out there. And that means when you have your high-level prospects come through and they do well, keep them. 
wearing your colors. Keep them in your organization. Don't let them run off after a couple years. Try your best to retain them if you can, especially when it makes sense like him where he wants to be there. Baseball season opens up tomorrow. Deshaun Watson is being sued by 22 women. But if you remember, you know, back when all these lawsuits came out, there was a group of 18 massage therapists that came to Deshaun Watson's defense and said, well, he's, you know, he's been a client of mine in the past and he always treated me with respect and like a professional. And there were a lot of questions about Deshaun Watson's relationship with these women that stepped forward. Was he sexually intimate with these women? Were they recipients of some payment in the past that went above and beyond massage things? He so far has not answered these questions, saying that they're not relevant. But a Texas judge says that he now has to answer what his relationship is with these 18 women. We have not heard the answer yet. We don't know when we're going to hear that. But that should be an interesting little nugget. Yeah, it is it's good that we get to the bottom of that question. And I hope that there is more info that comes out of this. But we said it before. We'll bring it up again. You have 40 plus women that have we know of come forward and said either they were his massage therapist and nothing happened or they were his massage therapist and bad things happened. The fact alone that he has 40 plus women who have come forward as massage therapists should send some alarms to you that the guy is at least extremely weird when it comes to how he gets this yeah. thing done. If you're saying he's a professional athlete, that happens all the time. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Massages they, happen all the time. Yeah, from license, from, I'm, I'm sure a lot of these people are licensed massage therapists too. I'm saying they happen in a facility because your team presumably hires some of the best ones they can find, right? Absolutely. And and so the fact that he said it in the press conference and someone brought up this sheer number of people, he goes, hey, you got to remember, I was in Houston for five years. It's like, what does that mean? So 40 plus people, just again, forgetting all the other allegations, 40 massage therapists over five years, eight different ones per year? Is he like a massage connoisseur? I don't know what that even means. I'm just saying it's very weird and well, it should raise connoisseur. It should raise red flags and it should have raised it to the organization that just guaranteed him $230 million. Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Mr. Rooter Plumbing. 855-MISTERS. I'm looking at Rimmer on the other side of the glass. Are we going to let him in here next segment or does he have to wait until 534? Uh, I say 534. All right. You've got to wait. <laughs> He's just giving me a big thumbs down. The best thing for Malachi Branham is not playing. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. You'll find an earlier accident has finally cleared from I-71 southbound after 11th Avenue. All lanes have reopened in that area. And an accident has cleared from 270 eastbound before I-71. But traffic is still stop and go in this area as it recovers. Starving Report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options. Have the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. You wanted the best. Instead, you got these two. This is Common Man and T-Bone. 
Well, Rimmer's in the studio anyway. Let's, just, let's ignore him and he'll go away. He was standing in the middle of the desk, basically, staring at both of us. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer is coming up at 534. Give me a number, Boner. Uh, let's go with four. Call number four right now. 821-9710 is the phone number. 614 is the area code. Gets a $50 gift card to Giannino's Pizzeria. Check out their brand new location in Westerville Plaza. Uh, Malachi Branham, last game, of course, he played with the Buckeyes was the loss to Virginia. Who did they, they lose to? I forgot already. Villanova. Uh, I don't yeah, know why Villanova. I said Virginia. Sorry. Villanova in the NCAA tournament. We've seen that a lot of mock drafts have him in the first round. Yeah, I've seen from what I've been looking at, it was late teens, early 20s. Uh, a, a team that a lot of people seem to think would be high on him is like the Milwaukee Bucks. This is not probably based on any inside info. It's probably more just looking at fit and what they're going to want and where he's ready to play. There's a couple guys ahead of him that would play for Milwaukee that play his position. So that's been the thought is that maybe Milwaukee would be interested. Well, Yahoo has a new mock draft out. They have EJ going at number 19 to the Bulls. Okay. Okay. Yeah, sure. And, and again... The- is that like because he's an Illinois guy? Are they just making some connections there? Know. Or is that real? I don't know. But, you know, I, I, I can I see like, him going at I 19. Love, I love the fit personally because that's a young, good Bulls team. They've got some injuries this year. But, man, put him on that roster and let him have a couple years to develop. That could be a real good thing for him. Yes. So EJ at 19 to the Bulls. They have Malachi going to the Wizards at number 10. Wow. Top 10 pick? Is that real? Top lottery pick. Has he really become a top 10 lottery pick? pick? I don't, I, look. It's not like he had this great tournament run and oh my God, look, he's getting all this press. Well, here, here is what I think will happen with him. He will be a guy at the combine that will impress. Physically, he has all the makings of the type of player they look for now in the NBA. If you watch his games and if you break down all his tape, does he play the best defense you've ever seen? No. For a wing player, it's it's not there yet. Could it be? Does he have all the tools to do it? Yeah. But it's not just about all the, all the guys in the NBA have the tools to play good defense too. It's about learning the game and figuring it out and knowing how to do it night in, night out. They're banking on when he gets there, he'll do it. A team that would draft him 10th would basically be saying, we don't need him right now, but he's the best player, pure talent-wise, available left after the top five or six guys. All right. I mean, that. I I am high on his game. I am not someone who's telling that guy to come back as much as I would love to see him playing for the Buckeyes again. I don't yeah, know but you're I also get, not taking him number I don't 10. know that I could get there as far as he's outside of the top five or six guys. He's as good as anyone else. I think, I hope he is. I want him to be. I just don't know about that yet from what I've seen of his play. The uh, The XFL has revealed their new simplistic black and white logo. There's also a stupid hype video on their social media if you want to go check that out. Mm. Go to the XFL on Twitter right now. All right. Because I know you're on there. Go to XFL on Twitter. Don't worry about the logo or the hype video, but there is a photo on there of The Rock. I think it's from yesterday. And typically, this is why I find The Rock annoying, because he's in the gym and he's got a t-shirt on that says, no one works harder than me, blah, blah, blah. Shut the hell up. I get it, buddy. You're a hard worker. You get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. You work out. I see the photo now. Look at the legs 
Oh, yeah. I'm the Rock. Have Have you ever seen the people who post like I tried the Rock's leg day? Oh my God, he's just got muscles on top of muscles and veins punching him in the face. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Rock's leg day is known to be notoriously ridiculous. Like it's something that I have seen people posting and saying, "I'm a good athlete. I tried to do this. I couldn't get through it at the weights that he does and the." amount of reps he does. No, this guy is basically training still at that age like a bodybuilder, more or less. I mean, he's, he's ridiculous he wasn't, what he's He wasn't doing. this ripped and fit when he was a professional wrestler full-time. No. It's, is it's, he on something? What do we think? I don't. I don't. Because he's uh, not being what? tested for anything. Well, no. I mean, I don't know what, what on something means. Does he take you some stuff? You know what it means. Well, all right. Like you know, the stuff that Peyton Manning's wife is getting at the house. <laughs> Right, growth hormone. That's what you're talking about. I don't know. I do know this. Uh, having uh, tried a little bit to start losing some weight, exercising, I was all say that. Trying some HGH. No, no. But here's something I found out. There's this stuff now. Like you go to the protein aisle, right? To go if you want to get like a protein shake or some yeah. protein whey. Frank powder. Thomas is there. No, waking at you saying she'll love it too. There are bottles just right there. They're like creatine. Take some creatine, and it's like oh. I... I remember when creatine was like this wonder thing at first, and then all of Major League Baseball was like, oh, never mind. That's illegal. Sorry, Mark McGuire. You can't do that. That's bad. That was Andro. Was it creatine? Is it creatine? I thought was in there too. Okay. No, because there, you know, there was Andro too, but I'm saying there, I remember them talking about creatine being up on all this stuff, and then they were like, oh, wait, yeah, yeah, never mind. Don't do that. That's, that's, I think that was banned for a while. I don't know if it is now. I'm just saying there's, there's consumer grade, all that stuff just sitting out there. So, I don't you ever know. take any of that crap? No. When I was a teenager, when I would watch the uh, the wrestling, when I would watch The Rock, yeah, they had all these Stacker Two commercials. Yes, right. You remember that Stacker Two was weight loss stuff, mm-hmm. and it turned out it was just you know caffeine pills and bad for you. Yeah, stuff. It wasn't wasn't very good. I don't think they can sell Stacker Two anymore because people's hearts just exploded. Yeah, and I remember the first couple times I took it, and the only times I took it. I felt like my heart was going to explode. I don't know. I, I mean, I do know why people think that's a good idea from the standpoint of it gets you ready for your workout. What, what I'm you go saying out and you, try, though, you do your best. That's but, nothing compared oh, to what these guys take. But sure. we, we make the joke about Manny Ramirez taking medication that chemically neuters cats. That's not a joke. He did it. That's what he took. Yeah. There, there is a, there's an interesting book. A premise for a book. I've not read this book yet, but it I've read a few snippets from it called What If We're Wrong? Chuck Klosterman, I think, is who wrote it. And he writes a lot of pop culture stuff, but he, he took this idea of what if like whatever we think is the way we're supposed to do things is wrong. And then he goes and talks to experts about what could be the other thing. What what might be the thing five hundred years from now we say, actually, that would have been the thing we should have done. And I wonder, like, I don't know if that's in his book or not, but there was a time Arnold Schwarzenegger has talked openly about, oh, yeah, we use steroids because we all thought they were great. Then they told us they were bad and then they banned them everywhere. So we had to figure out something else to do. But at some point, like I'm guessing we're doing stuff now that later on people are going to say, oh, can you believe they drank protein? What were they thinking? That's the dumbest thing. Now, we are, now everyone in the fitness community is like, drink the protein. You need protein. I'm just saying. Liver maybe, King. Right. That guy is eating protein all day, every day. <laughs> But at some point, maybe that someone will come along and be like, actually, that's not so good. All I know is this changes every 20 or 30 years. So buckle up, Sally, because we're in for it. I just wonder, too, because, you know, you're right. 
taste changed too. You know, back in the day, you, you'd look at some of the women in the Renaissance paintings. Sure. Like, well, they're, you know, well, they're built women. Of course. But that right. was sexy back in the day. Yeah. You know, skinny minis were not sexy. No. I think women look at the rock and say, look at that guy. But I wonder in 200 years, if right. they'll look at the rock and say, that's grotesque. Well, th- and you and I, they'll be like, look at man and bone. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get a piece of that. That was a good idea. Oh, Rimmer is more audibly people, responding more to us have, here. More people should have done that. Turn your microphone on if you want to talk. It's right in front of you. Never. Thank you. They'll never, never say that about you. Ever. Thank you. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer is <laughs> maybe, coming up next. Maybe T-Bone, but not you. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for heavy slowdowns on 71 northbound between 670 and North Broadway. Traffic is beginning to build in that area. Slowdowns on Route 315 southbound between Lane Avenue and I-70. And backups on 71 northbound between Greenlawn Avenue and Route 315. About a five-minute backup over there. Traffic report is sponsored by News Nation. If you're looking for real news, News Nation is new and different. News Nation doesn't take sides or lean into political agendas. Here you get all the sides. If you're looking for news without the noise, come back to the news with News Nation. News for all America. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. T-Bones, name dropping with the biggest name dropper of them all, the CBJ's Jeff Remmer. Sponsored by Buyers Imports by the Airport. Every single Wednesday, we talk to our guy, television voice of your Columbus Blue Jackets. It's name dropping with Jeff Rimmer on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Rims is in studio today. Hello, Rims. Good afternoon, guys. Great to see you. And uh, T-Bone, starting to look good, man. Keep oh, it up. Well, thanks, it Rims. Up. Stay away from the steroids. Loosen a little. And the creatine. <laughs> And you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm sticking mostly just trying to eat a little bit less and work out a little bit more. Oh, you so. look great. Well, thanks, buddy. And on that fan cam, uh, people are going to see you just disappear. I hope so. I don't ever want to be on the fan cam. I wish it wasn't on me right now, but it is. I'm glad you were standing right in front of it during the last segment. <laughs> well, I'll just make it a cameo. That's fine. That's right. Uh, Jackets get the victory last night in Philadelphia. I didn't think they played particularly well, but they got the two points out of the deal. Talk about the game from last night. Well, you're right. I I thought they played much better and lost to Boston uh, two nights prior to that. And in fact, I I think they played both games exceptionally well against Boston and and certainly deserved a better fate. Last night's game, Philadelphia doesn't have very much. And uh, it wasn't the most uh, entertaining game by any stretch of the imagination. But... Obviously, uh, we like Meyer's performance, a goal and an assist. And, and you knew when he got that assist, he'd be jacked up. First NHL point and then gets a nice goal. Almost had another one, too. Yeah. Oh, he could have had another one. And how about Cole Sillinger? You want to talk about an 18-year-old kid. Had a chance to score the empty net goal. What's he do on that 2-0? and He passes the puck to the veteran Corrali. That is a veteran move. That is a terrific move by a young 18-year-old kid. And I'll tell you, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. I was going to say, it's almost like he had a father who played in the National Hockey League. He knows the rules. Exactly. It feels a little bit like there's some confidence there, too, of like, yeah, I don't don't need it. I'm 
I'm going to score goals. I'm not worried. Like, I'm not worried about it. I don't need the goal. I'll, I'll get goals. I'm not getting them that way. I'll be fine. I think he can be elevated back to where he started the season based on his performance in training camp and in the preseason. I, I think he should be centering the top line with uh, Patrick Laine and Voracek. I, I don't want to sound like, you know, I, I want to replace uh, Brad Larson as coach, but at the same time, I'm really impressed with his play of late, and I think he should be elevated in the lineup. Well, let's let's go back to that Boston game for a second, because obviously there's that hit from Marshan that is I was listening to you guys while I was uh, on the road in Philadelphia. Yep, go what, ahead. What did you think overall of just the hit itself? And then separate from that, I know what the rule is, but you have a guy sprawled out on the ice and plays allowed to continue. Well, Maybe let's let's talk about both those issues separately. Well, he left his feet. There's no question he left his feet. There right. should have been a penalty, at least a minor penalty, if not a major, for either boarding or charging. And he has a history of doing this all the time. Unfortunately, well, that's true, too. Unfortunately, we have two officials that are young, and obviously, they failed to make the right call. What bothered me more, it, in addition to him hitting his, uh, we're talking about Andrew Peake, hitting his head against the glass, he fell. Face first yeah. into the ice. I thought he was out, Rims. I, believe, I, I was yeah. shocked that he came back in that game because I thought kind, he was out on his feet. He kind to uh, uh, just you know, kind of want to put away any questions about it after the game and when he was asked about it here. But uh, fortunately, he wasn't seriously hurt. Uh, some of us uh, wondered if he would play the next game, which was in Philadelphia last night. I mean, this, this kid, former captain at Notre Dame, uh, he's a gamer. And here's a kid that was told at the beginning of the season, if you want to be a National Hockey League player, you're going to have to pick up the physical part of the game. Use that size. He's gotten into a couple of fights this season. Uh, he's learning to trade during the year. And, uh, yeah, he might have been a, a baseball player. Uh, I heard you guys talking about the story earlier on. Oh, by the way hate to be a name dropper, but Wayne Gretzky was drafted by the Toronto Blue Jays, and not simply just to draft him. He had the ability to play in the big leagues if he really wanted to go that way. Just All right. as an aside. <laughs> well, just yeah. want you guys to I, know But I felt I'm like you were attention. going someplace Hang with on. this conversation, then you got sidetracked by Wayne wanted, Gretzky. I just yeah. want to be clear. We weren't saying that it's impossible that anyone who's good at hockey could be good at baseball or right. anything else like that. We were just saying... It seems a stretch to say a guy who played when he was like 12 and then right. stopped no. I, could I make it to you. the majors. That's I got all your point. Saying. I got your point. But getting back uh, to the Hitler, uh, very, I, I'm certain that the league looked at it, uh, the Department of Safety, and they didn't deem it to, uh, to be suspendable. But he's got a track rest record. He's got a history. And the next time he's going to be suspended, they're going to throw the book at him. Well, Guaranteed. are you convinced of that? That's yes. what I was going to say. We yeah. think that, Rims, but... He will. Believe I, me. I just don't... Here's what I don't get with the NHL. They say they care about this stuff, and then they have opportunities to care about it, and they go, eh, we don't really care about that one. But we will the next time when it's egregious. Either you are in all the way on this, and you believe that we have to take player safety, especially when it comes to head injuries, seriously, or... Just go the other way and say, we actually don't care. We're the only North American sports league that doesn't care. And come on out here and headhunt because we're fine with it. We got Tom Wilson. We've got Marshan. We just let it go. But again, in reality, he did not make contact with the head. His head made contact with the glass. And if you make direct contact with the head, there would be a suspension. 
The other thing, your question with regards to stopping the play, I was waiting for the play to be stopped. And if you think back a couple of years ago and the Wierenski situation, yep. and that was bad. That was very, of course very it was. bad. And uh, they continued to play, and of course a goal was scored. Unless the Blue Jackets got possession of the puck, play would continue. And that's the way the rule reads right now. I think they need to take a second look at it. And uh, again, I'm sure Jarmo Kekalainen or and or other general managers will bring it up because it could have been a very serious injury. And again, fortunately, Peak is fine. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer brought to you by Rimmer's Friends, buyers, imports by the airport. You want to talk about your friends, Rims? Uh, always. I was not uh, able to get uh, over to buyers here in the last couple of weeks, what with all these games. But I can tell you that uh, I'm being told by my friends at buyers, imports by the airport that the new uh, Porsche store is moving along famously, famously, and uh, the situation now is they're going to have a state-of-the-art service area, state-of-the-art showroom, and it's going to follow up uh, on the uh, new facility in Audi with the -the state-of-the-art service center there. So I'd strongly recommend go out there, take a look at the new cars or perhaps the pre-owned cars at Buyers Imports by the airport, and at the same time, take a look at that new Porsche dealership that's uh, rising by the day when you came in here you said you're not gonna believe what names i'm gonna drop today so here you go it's name dropping blow our minds go ahead well i only have two names to drop but okay. the first name i'll drop is uh, a member of uh, the columbus police force who was there in the arena at uh, td garden uh, he happens to be a good friend of mine, Scott Polgar, who is recovering from hip surgery. Yep. And uh, Scott is a member in good standing of the Columbus Police Force, as pretty well everybody is. And uh, he is in the homicide department. All not right. a bad well, guy to know. appreciate his service. I'm not blown yeah. away. All right. I hope your next name is better. Well, it is. You guys, do you remember, was it last week or the week before? Was it before the Academy Awards or after the Academy Awards that I talked about Chris Rock? I don't remember, but I wasn't here for part of that. So I think it was. I, yeah, it was the Monday. It was the day after. It was the wasn't day it? After, well, I, you and I were here doing the show together. The day after that, oh, I thought uh, weren't we? T-Bone, I thought T Bone was here too. Whatever doesn't really matter. What matters is in Boston. Guess who was performing? Chris Rock. He had right. his first his first show after all that happened. I really hope this is more than I was in the same city <laughs> with this guy. Did you I, walk I, into I a bar and say that? I was at breakfast in the hotel. Guess who was sitting in the adjacent table? I, I hope sure it's hope it's Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Okay. Chris Rock was right there. Now under normal circumstances, you'd go up and just slap him right in the face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I'd make a fool of myself. But he was sitting there. It wasn't his bodyguard because I saw all the video on the, the newscasts in, in Boston of him and his uh, bodyguards. It was either his brother or his father. And I didn't think it was appropriate that I'd go over and introduce myself to him. Because it was family or because of like the... 48 hours he'd previously had. Or no, I, it was because of family. It okay. was because he was enjoying his breakfast. And, you know, I, I've talked to a number of athletes uh, over the years that uh, are more than happy to sign autographs and take pictures. But when they're having a meal 
you kind of show them a little bit of respect. Now, if they get up and go to the John, they're fair game, right, Rims? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'd follow them there, right? I know you would. <laughs> I, <laughs> well, I would, knew that's where you were headed, would so you have, I just kind of play along with you. Would you have had a line for Chris Rock, or would you have just gone up and said, hey, man, that's some BS that just happened right there. How, uh, how dare Will I Smith? I would have started a conversation, and by the end of the conversation, as I am with so many other celebrities, and you would have been great friends with we'd them. We'd have been great friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exchanging by phone numbers, way, all that. By the way, he will be here in Columbus in June. Oh, and uh, he'll be performing there. And uh, hey, maybe he'll have will. some material worked up by then for this whole deal. Yeah, probably. that's what he said. He, he said it, it, apparently in that concert that he gave. He said, "I know you're expecting me to do these jokes." But I just wrote a whole bunch of other jokes, and I thought I'd tell those. I don't really know what I'm going to say about that yet. Stay tuned. And then he just went on and did his set. He didn't yeah. really he go doesn't into Will Smith. He doesn't want yet. to talk about Will Smith. He's made it very, very well. Not clear. yet. He will. I don't think he will. Yes, he will. No, he I don't will. think he will. Have you met any other famous comedians over the years, Rims? Oh yeah. Met Don Rickles through Larry King. Sure. A that's, couple of That's times. the most Rimmer sentence you've ever said in your entire life. <laughs> what are you talking about? Met did, Don Rickles through Larry King. Of did, course you did. And Tommy Lasorda. Yeah. Another well, friend. Okay. Right. He's not a comedian. Let's, Tommy stay, on, let's stay on Rickles. No, but, but, Baseball manager. Been, but great friends. Unfortunately, both have passed on. But yeah, unfortunately, they were all, 100 everyone, years old. All, no. Everyone in that sentence, right? Tommy Rickles, Lasorda. Rickles is gone too. Tommy Lasorda was great to spend any time with, in particular if he went to a restaurant because he ordered everything on the menu. Well, then he got slim fast. Yeah. Well, he also had uh, the Lasorda uh, Italian sauces. And it's not sort of good. It's Lasorda good. I see. And, uh, well, one time came he came to Montreal when I was there, and we've talked about the fact that he'd always come on my talk show, and I had to buy him and his coaching staff dinner, except the one time he brought the whole Dodger team bus right from the airport and unloaded everybody, and I was worried about my future at the radio station at that point because the bill was astronomical. There is no way you bought the entire Dodgers dinner. No. The radio station. I was going to say, all right. This is, I'm yeah. saying, there's no way you did. <laughs> I mean, Vince Scully gets off. Don Drysdale gets off. Steve Garvey gets off the bus. The coaching staff I'm so gets glad off. You said and off the Lasorda. Bus. And Lasorda says, don't worry about it, Jeff. The show that I'm going to give you tomorrow will more than make up for the cost of the dinner tonight. Oh, okay. That's Thank good. you, Rims. Lots of names today. Huh? Lot, great names. I'm not leaving. I asked about I'm Lasorda. Here. I got, or I asked about comedians. I got Tommy yeah, Lasorda. No, you also got Don Rickles. I got it. I'm not leaving. I'm hijacking. Okay, the name dropping with Jeff Rimmer on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. More Rimmer, I guess, coming up next. Common Man and T Bone on the Fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident blocking the left center lane of 71 northbound after 670. Traffic is stop and go from Cleveland Avenue in this area. ODOT crews are now on scene trying to get things cleaned up. Please be very careful. Keep an eye out for those crews. This traffic report is sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. When you buy a home with Rocket Mortgage, you'll have a team of experts to help you every step of the way. Forget unwanted surprises and unanswered questions. That's not how they work. You'll feel informed and confident at every turn. When you're ready to buy or refinance, Rocket can. I'm the NRA with Van Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face. 
as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Buckeye Roundtable coming up at the top of the hour. Two big hours of Buckeye conversation. Normally, Timmy Hall would, would come in here and talk to us, but Rimmer is staying in here. So Timmy has stayed away. You've scared him away. Turn your microphone uh, on, professional. He's preparing for his uh, network show. You Let's scared be him away. About it. No, I did not. I did not. He's Six having, to eight, Buckeye Roundtable. He's having an early dinner, and he's preparing for his network show. Then you know what's on at eight o'clock tonight. What's on at eight o'clock? The Inside Edge. Oh, wow. Special eight o'clock edition of The Inside Edge. And they've got a beauty of a guest. One of the... Uh, you have no idea who it is. Who's the yeah, I do. The guest? You've Steve. got a look on your face like you have no idea what's no, going on. No, it's it's Steve Coates, who as a former Philadelphia Flyer, who now does uh, color on uh, their radio network. That's going to pack him in from near and far uh, he's to pretty, hear Steve Coates. He's a pretty colorful guy. That's just one guest. I don't know who the other guests are. Mm-hmm. But I, I do know that uh, Steve was interviewed yesterday prior to the game. Oh, so it's oh, not live? Thanks for spoiling it. Magic of radio just ruined right here. <laughs> Thanks no. for spoiling it, professional. <laughs> well, maybe, well, you know that uh, the Flyers are in town, so maybe that interview is being done uh, while we... Uh, I was going to say, so they're going to talk to a guy. The game's already happened from last night, but he, they're not going to talk about it at all? Well, they'll talk about it, but maybe Coach won't uh, offer anything other than talking about his team that's just had a miserable season, and they brought the Blue Jackets down to their level last night, I thought. So Cam Atkinson comes in tomorrow. It's his first time back. I assume they're going to have a nice video presentation for him. Oh, I would think so. He was an integral part of this team. He was part of the leadership group. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm sure that uh, there'll be many fans there that uh, salute Cam. He accomplished quite a bit here with the Blue Jackets in his time here. And if there was any animosity after he was traded, he made it very, very clear that uh, those things are over. He was kind of shocked by the deal, but uh, he understands it. He's going to make his home here in Columbus when his career is over. And in fact, he's going to spend the summer here in Columbus. He's returned to Upper Arlington and has repurchased his home. How about that? Buckeye Roundtable at 6, Inside Edge at 8, 9 o'clock. Perverted with Jeff Rimmer. Mm, that'll be good. <laughs> We're going to have to find out a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Rimmer is a seasoned hand. So we'll see what happens. I will be here. I will not be here. Back page. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. All right. I want to see if either Common Man or Jeff Rimmer knows any of the terms I'm about to throw out of you. Uh, Coachella? It's a, music, it's a music fest, You know right? Coachella. Were you aware no. of Coachella before that? I was not. Okay. So Coachella is going on in a couple weeks, uh, April 15th and 17th, and also April 22nd through 24th in California. Big music festival, lots of people there. The headliners this year for Coachella were supposed to be Harry Styles... You know Harry Styles? Hey! Absolutely. Yes, Harry yep. Styles. Yes, yes. Okay. my grandson, Harry Styles. <laughs> right. He moved to America. Billie Eilish. You familiar with Billie Eilish? No, I'm not. Hello? I, I know her. You know, I, I couldn't, I couldn't okay. name a song. Well, it was supposed to be Ye, a.k.a. Kanye West, headlining this show, but he has pulled out. 
So now it will oh. be what a two, loss. Two, what a loss. Two acts will replace him: Swedish House Mafia and The Weeknd. The Weeknd did the Super Bowl, so I would think he's a pretty big act. Anyway, there you go. That's what's going on at Coachella. Now you know. It's been fun, boys. Thank you, Rims. Uh, we're back tomorrow. Buckeye Roundtable coming up next. Inside Edge at 8. Have a wonderful evening. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for a serious accident blocking the left lane of I-70 downtown split westbound at Livingston Avenue. Traffic is stop and go in this area. There are emergency crews on scene trying to get things cleaned up. Please be very careful over here. In the meantime, about a 20-minute slowdown is expected. This traffic report is sponsored by Ohio 811. Contact 811 at least 48 hours before you dig, and Ohio811.org will notify the utilities to mark underground lines near your projects. It's the law. Dominion Energy of Ohio, Centerpoint Energy, Duke Energy, and Columbia Gas are reminding you to know what's below. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Good afternoon, I'm Paul Keels. Just two days before the start of the Major League Baseball season, the Cleveland Guardians and All-Star third baseman Jose Ramirez reached agreement on a five-year contract extension worth $124 million. The Guardians over the season at Kansas City tomorrow afternoon. Well, the Reds will play tomorrow night, their first game of the year at Atlanta. The Columbus Clippers are at Lehigh Valley tonight. Four-star defensive back Malik Hartford of Lakota West High School in Cincinnati has given a verbal commitment to Ohio State to be part of their 2023 recruiting class. The Cleveland Browns today signed veteran center Ethan Pozik, who previously had been with the Seattle Seahawks, Buffalo Bills, and wide receiver Stephen Diggs this morning reached agreement on a four-year, $104 million contract extension. And the Indiana Pacers have announced that former Ohio State Buckeye Dwayne Washington has been placed on a standard contract. Breaking sports news when it happens on the fan, Ohio's sports destination. Have you been following the Republican U.S. Senate primary? Oh, I can't stand that woman's swamp creature. The one who loves DeWine's lockdowns and Portman's rhino agenda. Temkin? Yeah. She also let crooked Larry Householder take over the Republican Party with his dirty bribe money. Uh, I'm voting for Paquita. Who? Mark Paquita. He's the real conservative deal. You can learn more about him at mark4ohio.com. That's mark, the number four, ohio.com. I'm Mark Paquita, a Republican citizen candidate running for U.S. Senate. I'm focused on issues like law and order, education, government accountability, freedom, and fiscal responsibility. I'm the only candidate for national constitutional carry and a national heartbeat bill. Learn more about me and my policy agenda at markforohio.com. That's mark4ohio.com. I'm Mark Piquita, and I approve this message that is paid for by Mark Piquita for U.S. Senate 2022 Committee. Let's go, Brand. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry. The other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I too would be bald if I don't if I didn't take these pills every single day. 
<laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now. Yeah. For almost 20 years. It's called Amateur Pecia. <laughs> hey. I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe. I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, you're, I, I too shave. Like, I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a Hulu skirt on it. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. Need a different look. And you can't shave it all the way. No, you I can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks. you would. You would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like, that makes you... Yeah, but don't you just stop What it am now. I supposed to do? I'm bald. Like, I just... You have that look to you. A fat white guy who's bald. No, Is there are it? other white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have, like, shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. Then I have to shave it back down. But the the cue ball polished dome thing that's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn but you're you, saying i i think you're people saying get the wrong impression you would accuse me of it even though you know me and know i would never do right. something like that i that's, know i know i've known you the, for years that's bad but i would just yell well, racist at you and run away well, i'm glad i don't shave my head all the way down then is it okay where it is now because well, i just fine wanna, now okay good i yeah, just want to make sure like every other fat soccer yes, loving guy good. Right I, don't, <laughs> I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate so good all right a special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something. 